Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Bessley, Big Dick Toledo. Let's go. Get How's your sky? Going. Huh? How's my sky? Yeah. It's falling. Yeah. It's half falling, I think. The whole city's a little bit. It went from planning parades and screaming suns in three, four, five, six to settle down, everybody. Stay in there. Hang, Hang in, in there. Ride. And who's been your steady go-to, uh, you know, around town? This show right here saying, calm down. Calm down. We did say first one that wins a road game was probably going to be the one that, I mean, for sure, if the Suns won a road game, you'd be resting. Bucks got one there Saturday, and that was a hell of a game. And on the way out of the arena, I heard everything. Good game, referees. Chris Paul needs to score 30 points. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, Unicorns could fly onto the court, too. Chris Paul scoring 30 points and Devin scoring 40. Yeah, great job, Nostradamus. You really figured out how a game gets won. You can only shoot 80%. Exactly. Look, you lost to a team that shot 57%. Well, you shot 55%. They beat you by four. That makes sense to me. It was just a team that beat you by, by one or two different plays. Oh, it was frustrating. Fun to watch. I missed the entire first quarter, however. How the hell did you do that? Well, you know, when you spend an, uh, an inordinate amount of money to get a suite, with the new system of paper tickets were dumb, and everybody you have, they send you tickets. The organization sends you the tickets through uh, electronic everything. You transfer those tickets to the people you would like to go. Well, if it gets transferred more than once, it invalidates tickets. Oh. So... And then I bought three extra tickets for uh, Doug Hopkins got his friends and said, because they give you 10 extra to buy. You don't have to buy the 10 extra. The overage. When you get a suite, you get 12, and then you get 10 extra that you can overflow if you want. Like, hey, I got a few extra people to buy. And buy them one at a time. Buy them all 12, whatever you want to buy. And so we had three extra we purchased. Well, when we got those three, there was a computer glitch. So it eliminated tickets one, two, and three in the suite and added uh, 13, 14, and 15. So the people who held one, two, and three couldn't get in. So I gave them 14 and 15 as they called to and it says it's an invalid ticket. So I got one straggler. You know, I find, I'm figuring it all out. I'm like, somebody out there's got a bad ticket. Of course, it's our own KUPD's uh, Chris Kelly. Oh, of course. Well, it's not his fault. So he's standing outside going, says my ticket's invalid. I go downstairs. Uh, well, eventually, I'm making calls to the you know, sales guy and whatever, and was like trying to figure out what's, well, I mean, if you double transferred, I'm like, see, no, this isn't on me. It doesn't become my job to buy tickets from you. That should not be my work. It's in the small writing. Yeah, it's once you own the tickets, you become a ticket uh, broker for the Suns, and it's no longer in their hands, despite all of the garbage that goes with these e-tickets. It's terrible. Everybody in the ticket booth, this is what, the fourth time? I've been to five games, the fourth time I've had to deal with this. Yeah. So we go down, they took Chris Kelly's phone. Well, let's take a look at this. And they grabbed his phone and just left. What? Well, because he's got the invalid ticket on it. So yeah. I'm like, well, what is that going to do? So we're going back. If we missed the whole first quarter, I'm yelling at some old lady in the front going, Trisha, I'm cancel my season tickets. Go Bucks, And screw everybody in this place. And I'm like, I'm going nuts here because, I mean, how much do you have to actually participate in this endeavor for you guys to just say, sorry, let's go up and do a head count in your, in your suite. If there's more than 15 people, then you know we're scamming you. I missed a whole. F- you think my scam included missing an entire first quarter of a finals game? After spending this kind of dough, just so I could stand here and argue and get away with one, you jackass. Yeah. And she goes, "Let's just let's just walk you guys back to your suite." I'm like, "That'd be nice." And then as we get there, 45 minutes after the game starts, my phone goes, "Ding!" Here's your ticket rectification. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So seven seven oh eight p.m. hour after the kickoff here, 
We got Did our, you go we got back it. afterwards and say, I, uh, I just bought a ticket for three three quarters. <laughs> right. Well, no, that's what I, I well. I'll be making some phone calls, Brady. Yeah. Today I'll be making some phone calls. But, it, well, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not upset at any person. Paper tickets weren't broken. Okay, boomer. Paper tickets weren't broken. I never, ever, ever stood in a line with a ticket that said I get in, handed it to a guy, and had him go, nope, this is not a ticket for this event. Well, it says right there it's a ticket for this. Yep, nope, not a thing. You gave that person. Or said, Brett, you want to go to the game with me? He's like, sure. Here's your paper ticket. Now it's on your ass. You lose it. Yeah. You lose it. But if you've got it in your hand and you can't get in the arena, and they're like, we just don't understand why this ticket doesn't seem to be valid. You give me that thing. You tell me why. It's because paper tickets, they used to, because for the Super Bowl, they have that hologram or they have some mark that says, sorry, you got a fake ticket. Yeah. There were ways around that. Or every once in a while, they did a mistake and double printed. They are so, and you know what I blame, Brady? Once again, uh, uh, white people's hatred towards blacks. This is definitely a race thing. It is absolutely that. Oh, please. please. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly why, Brett. In an effort for rich white people to make black people... Uh, uh, I don't know, impotent in the ticket sales world, they've made this digital thing, so it's nearly impossible to sell tickets out in front of their arena. And who used to do that all the time? Black guys. I used to always walk by piles of black guys going, need a ticket, want a ticket, need a ticket, want a ticket. And I'm like, yeah, you know, and I purchased many a ticket from said black man and helped him uh, make a couple bucks for however he's going, be it college education or drugs. I don't care. It's none of my business. You do whatever you want with your scalper money. They can still Good transfer point. tickets on their Boost mobile phones and stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. Those guys outside aren't exactly, you know, three-piece in it. I'm assuming there's some financial issues. You're right. And maybe some crime, criminal activity. But that is where it comes to they're trying to stop the street scalpers who are inherently, for the most part, a black guy. So, again, it's white people who hate black people. This, I'm, st- I'm stirring this up, Brett, because think, race never loses an argument. <laughs> and if I pull the race card on this thing, there's a good chance they're going to throw money at me for screwing me out of the first quarter of that game. But, I wonder. I wonder how much it affects my buddy Moose Mashinsky. Moose Mashinsky, you're talking Upper Arlington. You don't know any black people. Don't get involved in this conversation. <laughs> you're gonna ruin it. And your Moose Mashinsky runs a company. No, Moose he, he just stands on. on the he stands on the street. He does with the black guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he's like I said, mostly Brady, mostly. But Moose is the not the one they're trying to stop. They're trying to stop black people. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Come on, help a brother out. Help all the brothers out. No pun intended. Yeah, no. <laughs> Brady tries to get me in with his Polish friend. Well, I know a guy who ruins the entire theory. Are you trying to get your money it's back? it's not about that. Shut up, you. <laughs> Shut up, you dingbat, you. I don't care about Moose Mashinsky. I hope he gets hit by a train today. This is about blacks. Great <laughs> <laughs> brother. Exactly. Besides, Moose Mashinsky sounds like somebody drew him and put Hanna-Barbera under his name. You don't have friends named Moose Mashinsky in your 50s. Junior. Don't ca- No, he's not a junior. His dad's name is not Moose. <laughs> What's his real first name? Walter? Harold? What is it? Michael. Okay, he's Michael Mashinsky Jr. He's Moose Mashinsky because you douchebags called him that. And he's a ticket scalper, so stay away from him. He's a loser. Uh-uh, his dad's got... I know, he's got tons of money. He does it for fun. He's not one of the blacks I'm talking about. That helps my case here, Brady. Jesus Christ, who is Moose Mashinsky and why do I need a normal... Did you grow up in Happy Days? <laughs> hey, you got Moose Mashinsky coming up here, Potsy. No, I do. I, I was sitting there. I, I should have screamed that at the lady at the ticket booth. I'm like, why do you hate black people so much? Why? They're just trying to make a couple extra bucks off an event. Just like we do. 
They're not trying to stop Whitey. In fact, they encouraged me to sell the sweet tickets. They would never say that to a black guy who bought a sweet. Why don't you go out on the streets and try to sell those for a stop? They'd be like, ah, what kind of riffraff are you bringing in here? To me, they're like, ah, whatever, whatever you're selling. Were there selling any other uh, sweet holders with the same deal? Brady, everyone has this problem. There's no possible. That's, every time I've stood at that there's ticket, there's so much thing, money on them. Yeah, there's. Well, it's not just sweets. Every ticket is digital. Like you don't get paper tickets anymore. I mean, you can print them, but not the ones I have. They're unprintable. If you print them, all of a sudden they're like, well, one is invalid because you can't have two tickets to the game. Your system should know. This one's already been checked in. This one's already been. All right. Well, what do we have? Well, this one's invalid. I know, and I didn't do anything to make that. It's a pain in the ass. It's find me one person that says a tangible. T- what happened to that too? Didn't you used to want a ticket in your hand? Oh yeah, like I used to like that. I still have a, a drawer full of old concert tickets. Oh, I do too. Yeah, it's neat. Keep it in your pocket yeah, in case cool. you, if you get up and we'll be on that too. Ten years later to to show. Look, my aunt had Elvis's last show in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, man, those cool. worlds, like you said, the Super Bowl tickets. Awesome. I st- I have those in the, in the laminates. Yep. I, I kept all my Super Bowl tickets. There's no memento to the NBA Finals ticket. It's a digital mess that says invalid on it. You got nothing but NFTs. It's based on what we're dealing with. Non-fungible. I don't even know what it is, but yeah. Non-tangible. Yeah, you got to buy these things. Yeah, it's it's goofy. So if I'm, you know, I'm livid. Everybody's in the suite. Calm down. I'm like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just like, I'm boiling. I missed the whole first quarter. And it was the only quarter worth watching, evidently, for the Suns because they were killing them. And then uh, everything got better. With A, alcohol, and B, the fact that we did have the best suite in the building because in the suite next to us was the sweet, sweet, beautiful tones of Kendall Jenner. Nice. Nice. In a tank top and no bra, and she doesn't care. And we just started screaming nipples uh, after a little while because, I mean, she's from me to you, Brady, and I'm looking at her and I'm like, she's shorter than I thought, but she's... uh, Looks just as good. She looks very pretty. She had a mask on and a big winter coat. And then a pair of uh, regular pants, jeans, and then a, a room full of dudes where I think Devin Booker's friends, maybe family, and a couple of her pals, but nobody. It was mostly guys. And she's sitting there quietly and then uh, took her, got her jacket off, and then all of a sudden uh, our entire booth is taking weird selfies aimed at her. Yeah. Like with her in the background. In the back. right? You yeah. got one? Oh, I got Did you take one? I got, I got so many pictures. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, tons of them. And I'm taking these photos, and we're looking back like – and then to my dad going, she's got no ass. I'm like, settle down. She can. He- I think she can hear. <laughs> but we're taking these pictures. But nobody's taking the regular selfie picture, which would be of the court behind you. So it's completely obvious what we're doing. And then I look over at one point. My friend Matt Askin goes, John, look, 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 look. Middle of the game. Like the game's going on. He gives me the elbows. I'm like, what does it matter? And she's just standing there rubbing her breasts, her cleavage area, just giving herself a little quick... All right, pass your phone around. Fingers. i got to see these we pictures. Didn't what are you doing? We, we, <laughs> did, we, <laughs> didn't, uh, we, we stood for... Uh, I think we just went, duh, like Moose Mashinsky and Potsy would have done. Just had dumb 50s guy. What is going on over there? And he's like, I, she's just rubbing her boobs. And, and every basket that got made by Devin Booker, every head went, <laughs> like, is she bouncing? Is she playing with herself? Is she, okay? is she happy? And Did the world she changed. miss the first quarter? No, she was in. And then they, they come and they shut our door, and they're like, y'all have to stay in here for a minute. No, we don't. It's still America. I don't care if Kendall Jenner's peeing. I don't care. It's, knock it off. Because the bathrooms for the suites are down the hall. They're remodeling all the bathrooms so you don't get one. But it was pretty good. So having her next to us was, was fine. And then you just get into the game. And the game was fantastic. It was a great game. It was a great basketball game. The outcome stunk. Sons now, we'll find out what they're made of. This is what I keep telling my friends who are like, I told you. 
it's pro- it's probably statistically over. Bucks have a home game. I mean, if you're a gambling man, you look at this, you're up 3-2 and you got the next game at home, the odds are you're going to close that series out. you got everything in your hands. But if you look at it from this perspective, Pollyanna Johnny coming at you. This young Suns team has faced every bit of adversity in these playoffs that you can face to learn what the playoffs are. They're, keep in mind, Aiton's 22. Book is 24-25. This is a yeah. young team outside of Chris Paul and Jay Crowder. Everybody's young. I think Cam Johnson's 22 or 23. There's a lot of young guys on this team. Mikel Bridges is under 25. This is their first time. They have yet to face the, uh-oh, we have to fight now. Back we we are the elimination team. The first time. They've swept a team. They've known what it's like to walk through a playoff. They've known what it's like to be down and come back. They've known what it's like to beat uh, a more experienced team. Uh, then they come up against the Clippers, so they get into a physical battle, they get into a shooting battle. Now they've got this thing where it's like, hey, it's and it's hard to close good teams out. So the Suns are going to show what they're made of tomorrow night. And if they're made of anything, if they're made of heart and power, they're going to go out and do it. There is the chance, Suns fans, while you're out there planning that goddamn second place parade, that the Bucks just figured something out and became the better team. Four straight? Suns haven't lost four straight all year. Yeah. So, and they know what that's there. You know, we're going to find out what they're made of. I think Devin Booker's shown he's made of something, something super special. Aiton's got to get more aggressive. We got to get more. I mean, if you look at that line Saturday night, and you're like, all five starters are in double figures. You got pretty even on the rebounds. You're getting out hustled a little bit on second chance points. Outshot them from threes. I think they shot sixty percent from the three point line. The, the Suns did. And the know, and they but, shot fifty five, and the Bucks were fifty percent from three and fifty seven from the floor, and just played a magnificent game. I mean, that was a, an incredibly well played game by both teams. If you looked at the Suns line, you're like they win this game. The only thing that stops them is the, the other team outshot them, and they did. So, and then that last play by Drew Hall, they get a little. Chris Catero, our friend Chris, has a good word for it. He calls it hero ball. And the Suns get into that every once in a while, where a guy's hot. And he just takes the ball. And Devin Booker did a little bit of that at the la- in that last like play. Where it's like Paul tried there, to go through the middle in the there, game yeah, before. There had to be three guys open. You had to recognize when you got to that key. And you got and two dudes standing out. Get rid of it. And yeah, I, I don't know what he was doing well, on that play. Hero ball. Yeah. He was he was going because he's hitting everything. And why not? Be legendary. It's on his shoes. Could have hit in it his head. right away. He's got Kobe in his melon. Saying be legendary. Be the guy who takes that shot. Don't be afraid of that shot. And sometimes hero ball gets you. And I think it got him. But you know what? I don't blame him. I'd rather have him have the ball than, than fired out someone else down one. But when they got within one, that place was crazy. Uh, Kendall's nipples were all hard. Uh, nice. She was screaming and yelling. I don't know if any other fans are even in there, i got to be honest with you. <laughs> but, yeah, well, I got a couple of photos. I I hesitated, along with all the other guys in the booth, to uh, share those photos. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think you could sell them. I think you could, uh, you know, TMZ oh, would yeah. probably be like, hey, we got great candid shots of Kendall Jenner in the booth. That bothers me. Because I don't know that that's real. But, yeah, they shut your door when she has to pee. You can't go out. And we can we can do whatever we want. And then you just walk right by the security like, come on, no. you got to stay away from Ms. Jenner. I don't, I'm not going to. Like, that's your job if I start to get too close. You can't close our door and say you guys can't pee. There's a VIP. Knock that off. That's not happening. And then when she was going to leave, they closed their door. We're like, we're leaving, too. You got to. No, we don't. She's not a dignitary, or a, you're not Secret Service. We're walking right out. You should uh, bitch about that when you call in your tickets too. Look, I couldn't even go to the bathroom no, when I wanted I will, to go. Look, I'll tell you this: I'm never going to bitch about tickets when they put us in a suite next to a model with no <laughs> bra on. 
that was worth it. But yeah, and the worst part is there's Chris Kelly, our part timer, right? And he's he's a Steelers fan too. He knows my dad from coming to the house for a couple Steelers games, and they've talked about Texas and New Mexico and stuff. So I go through all this to get Chris Kelly. And he's like, we're both down there. And he's like, he's being great about it. He's like, hey, cool. You're awesome. Thanks for doing this. I'm like, whatever happens here, Chris, I'm going to try to at least get you a couple bucks back on this deal. Because you paid for this, too. Like, this is more off of your dime than mine. And so uh, we're walking back up. And then I look over in the second quarter. There's Dan and Chris Kelly over there by the hot dogs just chatting away about New Mexico property values. And I'm like, you two watch the goddamn game. I didn't just struggle for an hour trying to get your ass up here so you could be social butter stand with your eyes aimed directly at that or those nipples that's the only thing you can look at up here not my dad but it was pretty fun the game was that's one of the best basketball games i've ever been to it was pretty awesome but the h&h ranch was pumping a good old good old party at the uh thing and our listeners uh alexa who won the entertain me contest and her boyfriend mike uh, excellent people good peeps good peeps uh, no trouble at all. Didn't hoard the food. Didn't bring like a paper sack from Walmart and start loading up the leftovers at the end, which I half expected. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, just everything was good. But again, it all comes back to uh, inherent, uh, what do they call that? Uh, uh, systematic racism. That's what it is. Systematic racism. Where white people with all the money keep the black people in the streets from making any extra. That's what I'm standing on right here because you can't argue back. And I'm going to bring my friend Winston with me down to the son's office and say uh, he was the guy I was trying to get in. You should have brought Thunder oh, Horse. I told great. you that. Oh, Thunder Horse would have been, been there. This would have been over in a second. Exactly. I see how this is. We brought, we brought a blonde and her boyfriend. Damn it all. <laughs> Thunder Horse would have had that over. Let me handle on this for a second. You gotta give this man some tickets. Just get real <laughs> dark about it. But yeah, I, I was sitting there going, this is all in an effort to stop scalpers, and the only thing it's doing, it's like gun laws. The only thing it's doing is stopping people who are playing the right way. Yeah. The only people that are, and there's tons of people in the ticket thing going, my ticket's not working, my ticket's not working. My, they gotta be tired of it. The old lady at the counter, I told her as we're walking up, like, I was mad at the situation, I wasn't mad at you, so if I was a jerk to you, I apologize. But you got on her, she goes, I miss the old system. I, I, she oh, goes, she call me old. Everybody I've ever talked to wants tickets back. Just scan it should be an option. Give me an option. How about that? Instead of just saying, if there's only one way, your Apple wallet, your, give me the option of just printable everything. They still do the hand stamp if you go anywhere else and then come back up to the suite level? Like no. Like scan your hand. So the, the, they used to do you, that. Now, now they just make you flash your phone, and they don't even yeah, beat just, it be a pain you could go i could go a thousand times downstairs and just bring one person up after another so as i'm yelling at the lady this dude sees that i'm making headway with it and he comes over and he goes hey bro like yeah can you get me in i don't know who you are can you get me in i'm like you think i just went through all this to get some stranger into the game no you won't help me out no and then i'm like this is why they're doing this to your people this is exactly the type of thing that they're trying to stop (laughs) and you guys don't even see that i'm going to be a spokesperson for you, and now you're trying to you're trying to muck it up and make them do more. If I let you in next year, there's even more security parameters for people who actually bought tickets to get in. So, yeah, scalpers have screwed up everything, but they're just part of the process. If you, people always say that, if you get into the business, you got to know. Well, these are the these are the problems, and you know, in restaurants, you just know you're gonna, you just know you're going to lose some to theft. You can't constantly be putting things in place and rules in place because you're just going to rule yourself out of having a restaurant. 
that there are always things that just like you'll go in and go, wow, we lost two big buckets of steaks for some reason. So one of the cooks had a barbecue and stole all the stuff. The biggest fear is that you'll, you know, customers will never come back. Right. Well, like after that experience. Exactly. But I mean, if you as an owner, you know your employees dip. It's going to happen. They dip. They steal. That happens. You put up cameras. You do everything you can. You have it's the cost of doing business, Cost of doing business. And that's when you get into selling 20,000 tickets to something. That's a big deal. The cost of doing business is you're going to have an aftermarket. Zip. So, NBA, nice try, but you're screwing it up for the regular folk. And it's the black people I'm looking out for. Here. Man, oh man, do I have an argument going in. Because once they say, Mr. Holmberg, we can't help you with anything. It's the parameters we put in place to make sure that the... Yeah, okay. Let me ask you this real quick there. Why do you guys hate blacks so much? I mean, they dominate your sport. What? 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 <laughs> What's this? My friend that we were trying to let in, the only black guy in the booth. I'm going to pretend Chris Kelly was black. I'm going to lie. <laughs> It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, it kind of puts a damper on on ever wanting to get that kind of thing again. And it was fun. We had a great time. Expensive quarter. It's an expensive quarter. When they're charging you basically ten grand a quarter. You know. And they give you tickets and you can bounce them back. And then you you end up not paying a ton more. But you pay. it's expensive. It's not cheap to go. Let me just text in. John, so you're saying the box office at the Suns Arena plays the best defense in the Suns organization? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, they, I was not shooting over 50% against that. Wall of defense. Shut down in the first quarter. And then, a lot like the Suns, after the first quarter, they just let me in. <laughs> they just said, forget it. We got nothing left. Let's go upstairs. So, And so, Trisha, the lady at the box office, you were super sweet. But uh, your, your back's against the wall. But, yeah, there's people just standing there the whole time. And maybe there's, maybe they would have an argument saying the system's so much easier and so much better. I don't see it, man. And I see an aftermarket. I see... StubHub and Vivid and all those other, they're still selling your tickets, your transferable tickets. And it's and, and that's the thing. They they charge the seller and the buyer on those aftermarket things. Those scalpers are getting worked. You gotta you gotta top dollar everything. So and my friend couldn't sell his tickets. His ended up going for less than face value because it's such a pain in the ass to try to get it to a person. Yeah. You go through oh. StubHub. You got to transfer to them. You got to transfer those back. You got to get permission from them. You got to fill out a, a verification form that it's really you. It's crazy. Just give me paper tickets back. That's all I ask. In fact, I, I'm going to sit in a meeting here with Larry and Mark and everybody else and say, when KUPD does a show... Just so it doesn't hurt me and black people all across America. Paper tickets from here on out. Let's just help them out. If they want to sell them, if they want to sell them top dollar, so what? You'd rather buy the uh, $20 clear laminate that you can put the ticket in. Yes. Off the guys from the street. And don't, don't, the, the Suns make their fee anyway. Yeah. So who cares? After that, it's like, yeah, there's this aftermarket. They're drilling the fans. So what? You're drilling the fans on beer and Popcorn and everything else. Don't don't act like you're in it for us. You're a business. We'll take it. Paper tickets, man. My cry is for the olden days. I wonder if it's. I wonder if part of it is having to do with like StubHub and all the online stuff because you can't. You know your physical tickets at that point. In order to and you move can't just them transfer them. You have like, to deliver all yeah. these. Yeah, but the that's hard the thing tickets. that the scalpers used to have to have tickets in hand. They couldn't just sell the idea of tickets. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're taking it out of Tyrone's hand and giving it to. <laughs> <laughs> giving it to you're you know, ruining my argument too. you and moose and tyrone are just killing me over here come on i had a valid reason systematic that's racism valid. is a thing that's every, why moose is in there look every white guy in a suit bats his eyes at systematic racism when you bring it up it's like well, this is kind of that i mean you have to you have to admit 
the whole reason this ticket thing exists the way it does is because of the street scalper. Yeah, and they say they're that. trying to crush those guys because they're doing nothing to try to stop StubHub or anything else. That's not what they're stopping because they're getting the cut of that too. Of I course guess. they are. They've got advertising yeah. for it. It's the black guy standing outside the arena. They're trying to stop systematic racism. Brady keeping the man down. That's what I say. Or the man keeping it down. I am the man. Wait a minute. I don't know which one we're keeping down, but I know it's the black guy. And I'm standing up for it because it was garbage. Let him sell the tickets on the side. Who cares? We don't get a cut of that. Right. So you're the greedy pricks. This is the most social I've ever been. This is the most liberal I've ever been in my life. I'm so Joe Biden about this whole thing. Who are you? I am. Yeah, you're right. Tyrone. <laughs> He's the one they're trying to to kick around but if Tyrone doesn't have tickets in hand Tyrone can't sell tickets right. but it used to be when you had your tickets you'd have to go down game day and sell them to Tyrone he's a, he's a both sides dealer I, I one of the most uncomfortable days of my life was selling Suns playoff tickets 25 years ago maybe longer it's a pain <laughs> it was no it was the Barkley tickets I had I had a pair and I'm like I wonder what I can get for these guys broke and I tried to sell them on the streets and I thought I was going to get killed the guy knew I was a noob and he was going to take full advantage. Oh, man, no, these things ain't going for nothing. I'm like, what are you doing? Ah, they second deck. You can't sell second deck. Second deck playoffs, Rocket Suns, you sell these tickets. No, man, these things are going for nothing. I'll give you $30 to take them. Like, they're $100 each. Right. <laughs> you're crazy for paying that in the first place. This isn't it going for nothing. Like, you're not selling. So, so I had to go. No until demand. I finally got a guy that at least gave me my money back. So Tyrone was screwing you over then. I, that's Tyrone's job. That was my <laughs> price of doing business, not to make a bad deal. And the thing I knew when I said to Tyrone, I'm like, you're out of your mind. And he's like, maybe you ain't a noob. And he's like, all right, all right, come back. 50. I'm like, I'm not giving, you're not getting these for half. I'm, I'll just find another guy that'll pay or I'll go myself. Good luck, man. You'll be back. And I went back and he goes, what'd you get? I'm like, 145. All right, that's all right. That's all right. I'm like, all right, good. All right. He knew we were negotiating. It was Mexico. But yeah, the paper ticket thing was better. And I know everybody wants to be on the cutting edge of, of technology. And it's lame to say I don't want it to be digital. And it's, you know, you know, but it's it wasn't broken. That system was not broken. The tickets were being sold. The aftermarket tickets are they're broken now. Well, they buy up all the tickets. Yeah, well, that's your problem, sons. Don't make it hard on us. So, for about eight minutes in the second quarter, I was cheering for the Bucks. I was furious at the whole organization. I mean, I was serious. Season tickets were canceled. I'll never set footprint in this building again. Hey, congratulations to your daughter, by the way. They named the uh, stadium after Brady's daughter Friday. The Footprint Arena yes. now. The Big Footprint, they call it. And it's based on Kirby's toes. <laughs> Welcome to the Footprint. Let's play some ball, pirates. Wait till you see her halftime performance on the trampoline. <laughs> oh, is Kirby going to do She's some the new mascot. Oh, man. Well, they already have Sasquatch up there in Utah, <laughs> yeah. so you can't really dress just... And now, fans, welcome a 13-year-old girl with huge feet as our new mascot at Footprint Arena. All right, watch this, you old pirates. I can dunk with my toes. <laughs> Speaking you, of... You thought the gorilla had a yeah, mustache. Wait till you see this. Look at me, old man. <laughs> There's a, that... I sent seven you the video. Five. Seven foot four inch 14-year-old Chinese girl. <laughs> that is dominating... Bang, shoo, shoo. Yeah. Dominating Chinese basketball. She's all over the internet right now. And I don't know how many people sent it to you, but passively through me sent it. shut my phone down. Yeah, pretty much said, hey, look, Kirby's got competition in China. And I'm like, oh, boy, I'm not sending this to Brady. And then finally I had to. 
But uh, yeah, she's a super tall Chinese girl, <laughs> seven four. They do the tip again. They put the shortest person on. They the got, tip. It's China. They're all the shortest person. Well, the shortest person against the, the tip team, against. Believe a, it or not, they found it. A seven foot four inch, fourteen year old Brady. You don't have a choice but to put a shorter person in there, and so she's just standing there, one hand in her. She's by the way, no fourteen year old at seven feet four inches. It's gonna like the WNBA's drool, and they better get her now because a she ain't gonna live long, and b those tendons. She's got that disease that that Robert, what was his name, Alton, the guy uh, in yeah. Illinois that was eight feet eleven inches. Ludlow. Ludlow. There you go. That's the guy, and he was eight eleven. That's the guy in the Guinness Book you always yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Standing next to the Mishu. no standing yeah. sign. Yeah, and uh, he had that big chair and those. And I was at the in uh, Southern Illinois. You have where he's from. They have the chair and the shoes. Like his 32, I think, were yeah, the shoe shoes. Size. Were, were the shoes were the size. Everything's custom made. It was, and I'm not kidding, about, I would say about three feet, two and a half feet. And there's these big boots wide. But that dude had a disease where the, the natural thing that's supposed to happen to your bones is when they hit, they coat themselves with a stop growing juice. That's what your bones are, but his didn't do it. So they kept growing. They stretched the tendons out. And they, this, this Chinese girl is not going to make it much Both longer. her parents played. Yeah, are they? Well, there is that thing in yeah. China where that. So she comes from good. But that strange group of uh, lineage. That strange group of Chinese people that Yao Ming came from that were all like really super tall. We don't think of the Chinese as tall, but still, a seven foot four inch girl is rare. That game where they have the little film of the tip and they yeah. show her, she put up 42, 25 <laughs> rebounds and six block shots. Oh my God, <laughs> why would you pass it to anyone else? There was one shot in her uh, little promo reel. Where she's posting a kid up, and she spins and dishes. And I'm like, no. Just step over that little Chinese person that's in front of you and put it in the... It's why... why if I'm the, if you're the coach, I'm like, okay, why you no pass? She wide open at three. Oh, but I'm seven four. That's why. And everybody else is a child. I'm going to live for two more years. There's no way that girl lives long enough to play in the WNBA. But that might sell a ticket to me. And that lumbering giant running up and down there. Hilarious. But uh, I don't think she makes it. I mean, and I'm not saying that from a health standard. I don't think women make it out of China. I think if you're a daughter in China, you don't live that long. So. She'll be on the squad <laughs> in two years. I don't know their rules, but I've, I've heard rumors. Anyway, Suns tomorrow night. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a game. It's gonna be a hell of a game. I don't see this team getting beaten back. If they've worked too hard, there's too much on the line here. They're gonna. You don't want to go up 0-2 and then lose four in a row. That's going to be devastating. And and to the city, uh, already quitting on people. Game five, I mean, you know, not for me, but I was talking to other people. We talked about it Friday. It was one of those, uh, it's not a deciding game. So, like you're a fan, right? You want to go to the NBA. This might be the last game of the NBA Finals in Phoenix in maybe years. Uh, I'm only going to closeout games. Is that right, you bougie mother... That's the only... You've got a standard for when you go to NBA Finals games? Yeah, I only go to the closeouts. Opener and closeouts. Wow. That was a quick transition into, you know, fair weather super fan. Figured you'd want to go. But the place was rocking. It was loud. And Kendall Jenner's nipples were... Perfect. I'm... I'm I don't know. We were asking... There was uh, My friend Matt's wife was in the uh, booth with us. And uh, that Alexa girl was in there with us. And I... Don't remember if we had any. I think it was mostly just sausage in there. Those were the only two. And we're like, why are you guys wearing bras? I mean, can't you see the standard is set by supermodels, and and she's got hundreds of millions of dollars. It's 
because she's not wearing a bra. It's not because she's so overtly talented. It's because we want to... If you guys did that, you'd get more attention. You'd probably have more money. You're sick. Yeah, you're an idiot. So I guess we're, we both have problems. <laughs> if I had those... You had two more followers. If I had that kind of currency and knew that a white tank top was all I needed to do to get everyone to... And everyone. Our booth, when the people discovered it, people were now calling everyone in our, our suite. Because, we, you know, we obviously were like, look who's next to it. And so they're sending their kids up. Uh, my friend Matt had... Over to the... Uh, you got to yeah. go over to their thing and stand in there. And they did. And they just stood in the stared in the one. I'm like, all right, if you stare, you can't do that. These girls just stared. Time's like, up. They were enamored. Like these young, I don't know, like late teens, maybe early 20s. I don't know. I'm not good at that. I'm not a circus performer. Could have made your money back. Charged them. Charging people to yeah. stare at Kendall Jenner's cans. <laughs> but thanks to Kendall Jenner and that group. For not wearing a bra. Kind of made it worth it for a second. I just kept asking, where's Kylie? Where's Kylie? I would mouth that out every time she looked at me. She still had her mask on. And, and she was kind of hiding. But we'll see. Game, uh, and then uh, I got Craig Gass goes, you want to go to the viewing party with me on Tuesday? No. $10 people? $10 people. No, thanks, Craig. Maybe you can go with the pineapple lawyer. <laughs> the pineapple lawyer, lawyer, and I would go. He done skewed up to Milwaukee. He probably for for the to be in the Deer District because yeah. it's free. Cheap bastard. <laughs> uh, it's six nineteen. Let's get a wake up song. I know the whole city's a little down. They're we're a little off, but you know what? Again, go back in a time machine in February. Say, hey, the Suns have two games left. They're down three two in the finals. Uh, do you take that or you say no? Cancel it. You'd take it. The, the, the heartbeat's still there. Let's not calm her down. Let's or let's calm her down. Let's not go crazy here. That you guys are. I'm definitely right. The sky is falling. This is not good. Your back's against the wall, but you got to call it like it is. Got beat by a better team the other night. Now you got to be the better team tomorrow, and we'll all just sit on our on our little hands for another 36 hours until this thing gets going again, and hopefully get one more game seven in Phoenix on Thursday. Spectacular. Oh, can you imagine? Yes. I can too. It's going to happen. You're calling it? Oh, yeah. Brady's making the call. All right. I like Brady's. Brady got word from Moose Mashinsky. <laughs> uh, just text me back. He just text you back and said, I heard I was mentioned on G. Williger's that's boss. Because <laughs> he's from 58. Nobody's nicknamed Moose anymore. You nailed his dad's class. 58. That's what I was aiming for. <laughs> of course I did. He has a son called Moose. He's of the 50s. Uh, at 620. Give us that wake-up song. We'll scream it together. 585-9800. Let's do this. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! All right. It's already 642. Now we are officially 35 hours from the game. That's all I think about now is this basketball. It's insanity. And then you had Brett out Saturday night racing cars and giving money away during the game. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way. It was a blast. I'm sure it was a blast. We talked about that all week. Like, how in the world are we pulling this off? Got a competing event with the biggest thing yeah. that's going on in Phoenix in forever. And so Brett's out there. and uh, Getting his race on. Right. And there's always that one person. And I, I guarantee, I wasn't there, but I guarantee you there was that one person going, what happened? Why is there nobody here? And you're like, well, it's this, we need yeah, his name's Mark Randall. It, was it Randall? <laughs> no, no, he knew. When I used to work at uh, <laughs> in the restaurant, Toledo, you know, and Brady, you know this, but you might have been a little more level-headed. Restaurant uh, managers. And my one of the big wig bosses uh, when I worked out there was named Dick Williams. <laughs> Dick was an appropriate name for Dick <laughs> Williams, and not the Padres old manager, not baseball legend Dick Williams, just Dick Williams. 
Dude looked like a goalie for a dark team. Like he had more acne scars. So they, like people with, uh, you know, third degree burns in their face looked at Dick and went, "Poor bastard." And Dick had this terrible toupee that looked like it was made of hay that was spray painted gray. And so, you know, this was in the early '90s. Suns are same way as they are now. When there's a Suns game on, the city shut down there for the playoffs. And so, as a manager of this place, I get a call from Dick. About 9.30 at night. How are the numbers tonight? Not real good. What the hell are you doing down there? I'm like, the Suns were playing the Jazz. It's a huge game. You mean to tell me that you can't sell food when the Suns and Jazz? Well, what am I supposed to go door to door? They have right. to come in. Well, how are you, how are you, what are you doing to change that? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll kill four Suns tomorrow. We'll make this so they don't have a team. Flyer the neighborhood. There's always that <laughs> idiot that thinks their product should have been sold harder. And somehow usurps the biggest event in the city. You just sometimes you just compete against something bigger than you. And then everyone also tried to be the uh, the go to place to watch the games, like businesses right. that you would normally. Well, and we were never that. We had like a <laughs> yeah. a twenty seven inch Magnavox in the bar. We didn't have anything going. Come anymore. on down to Yoshi's yeah. to watch the game. And I would tell them, I'm like, we need to embrace the game. I mean, the sale would be let's do Sun Special or something, and or a, a show the game on. You know, get a couple other. T- we didn't have flat screens. So I'm gonna get a couple other TVs in that bar. They put two TVs in our Tony Rose because of the Sonics at the yeah. time when they were making well, the Well, they wouldn't they consider like it. 19, 19 inches. They were terrible box TVs. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't consider it because uh, they're like, that's not the uh, type of people we want in there. I'm like, well, those type of people are down at the arena or at home ordering pizza. Well, how come we couldn't drub up some business for the delivery? I don't know, Dick. I don't know, Dick. I should have guten him. Dick. Let's put some more monitors up, some more TVs up, and we'll yeah. get. I don't think it's still going to bring people into Planned Parenthood. <laughs> right. Or, I mean, it's just, right. We're not going to be a watching party location. Do you want, does Planned Parenthood have like a numbers? We need a boost numbers <laughs> yeah, meeting. Yeah, Every like business does. The clinics. Yeah, oh, they yeah. have to be like. What we're down. July was down. What do we do to get these teens Tap in? Under the suns. Then. <laughs> Jeez. How do we get the teens to start coming back? You goddamn Catholics! Stop handing out condoms. <laughs> I think it's the picketers. Is it the picketers? Yeah, that we got we got to poke holes in the condoms <laughs> yep. we give away for free. I wonder if they do have a budget meeting at Planned Parenthood every once in a while. Numbers are down. Yeah, we got to really. I don't know what we got to do to boost sales. That's a terrible thought, but I know I'll get an email from a lady. It's like Planned Parenthood does a lot of good. Yeah, but they're still a business. These are just the rambling thoughts of lunatics. They're jokes. Calm down, lady. <laughs> Planned Parenthood does a lot for every. Yeah, but I know, but there's they're still, they're still times when I'm like, we got to get rid of our manager. He's not getting it done. If our sales at Tony Roma's would... Didn't meet it, our goals. It, like, we'd have a monsoon back when they used to happen all the time, in Mesa especially. And I mean, like, garbage cans blowing down Guadalupe Road. Nobody's out there. It's dangerous to be outside. How are the numbers tonight? Dick, it was a war zone out there. I don't think we... You mean you couldn't get people to come in from the rain... Like yeah, uh, the monsoon no, that just no. oh, electricity's out. Yeah, everything was my fault. Ribs. I don't know. You need to step it up, son. I'm like, okay, I'll stand outside in the lightning per your request, and like force cars into the parking lot for a fee. You got like, me thinking now that there's a Dick Williams at Planned Parenthood who was like, our yeah. condoms push yeah. is yeah. not <laughs> going. We got a we got a gross of condoms we haven't moved. What are our you guys doing? Portions are up, condoms are down. <laughs> well, that's the business. I know. That's where they get the kickbacks. <laughs> Yeah, Planned Parenthood's budget meetings would be a bla- or marketing meetings. <laughs> marketing meetings, that's most the one you fun need to ever. We well, should, here's this poster. I've always thought, as a Planned Parenthood marketing genius, a you serve some food in the lobby. That would be great. Well, I kind of ease the tension of the whole thing. Right. Everybody loves food. You have a pizza for Papa's. everybody. Pizza. 
Oh. Mostly young girls in their 19s and 20s, and you pop out a peach. What did you say? Tapas? That's yeah. hard. <laughs> they, they don't even know what tapas are when they're going to Planned Parenthood. Now, half of my... Look, tapas is a little high-end. <laughs> but I see where he's going. It sounds Mexican. And I think I know what you're aiming at. They're not coming in for abortions, the Mexicans. They have the baby. We're talking about white girls. Okay. They're the immoral right. ones. They're the ones who abort. Who are you going to put? Like a, you're going to put like a quinceanera store next to it? You're crazy. <laughs> Okay, bagel bites. That's and- not your audience. See, and this is why you have to understand marketing. I would have picketers outside with things that say free pizza inside. In and amongst the, you know, it's murder and all that other stuff. Like, because people are going to notice that and laugh at that rather than like, everybody avoids that murder thing. Free pizza for anybody with questions. Go in there and get yourself a slice of the old uh, pizza patron. And Potato. BOGO offers. BOGOs, yeah. Well, they get a punch card. <laughs> yeah. Third punch, you're a whore, but it's free. (laughs) Free is what we're worried about. Free is what we're after. Repeat customers receive 10% off their next order. Oh, man. Or you give like a coupon at the end of the thing. How about that? First time here? No, but it's not. Well, welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Norma. Norma. Evening, everybody. What's shaking, Norm? Well, not my... uh, Tampon box. <laughs> Haven't needed that for 41 days. Anyway, so I don't know how we got off on that. That had nothing to do with monsoons and Tony Romas. But yeah, that guy used to call all the time. So I know you sat there Saturday during the game listening to people going, wow, I wish more people would have come. It's like you guys do realize there might be a planning issue. But it was fun. It was, no, it was a blast. And there was money on the line. Yeah, everybody out there had fun. Because um, there, there were some people who showed up. And uh, yeah, it was 500 bucks on the line. Yeah, and I couldn't win, so basically I. But you would back. have. That's the important part. That's right. You told me. <laughs> you went around the track. You gave them all a head start. Then you blew by everybody and pulled over and pretended there wasn't one lap left. <laughs> oh, dumb Breton missed by one. Oh well. And but you would have won, and that's what you walk away. I'm not, not going to say that. Won, man. It's all right. <laughs> Sometimes I used you have to, to work pull back. You know, years ago. So make them think you're one. You. Yeah. Well, Thanks Randall's like, just hang back a little bit. You know, you can't win. I'm like, God damn it. All right, fine. I like winning. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, well, good for you. That's very giving. I yes. mean, we all know you. But done. thanks to all the guys out there at the uh, Radford Racing School. It was a great time. Yeah, and we'll do it again. Yeah. Under better circumstances. But there were guys, as soon as they got out of the car, oh, right, let's score the game. You know, yeah, of course. Like, you know, everybody was still curious. Yeah, but there are people who hate basketball. So got you there at the same time John did. That's yeah, yeah. Quarter. You saw the same yeah. amount I saw, and it was a little cheaper for you. God, but I, damn but I tell you systematic what, racism. But I tell you what, on the way from on the way to the bar from from the racing, I was I was listening to the radio broadcast and Al McCoy there. It, did I tell you? Yeah, I'm, you I were right. Him. You I, were right. I, I, I was like, I'd rather listen to him than the commentators uh, on TV. My uh, my friend, uh, well, our buddy Doug Fairchild texted me and he said uh, after I said that thing about Al last week, he goes, "I go home, pause the TV." Because uh, there's a seven to eight second delay usually. He said, I pause the TV and turn the radio on and then try to sync up the TV to Al's call. Oh, nice. And he said, and I don't I don't watch the national broadcast. And, I'm, and there's it's just something magical about Al's voice tied to the Sons of Fear Sons fan. It's just great. Uh, my buddy Cube has texted me and he goes, one thing you didn't mention about the Sons is they have not beaten a team decimated with a major injury yet. Yeah, and he's right. About that, yep. He's 100%. Neither are the Bucks. Yep. The Bucks are now facing their first team of full power and he's 100% right but again 
you're walked through the playoffs, it's not your fault if the other team can't field yeah. their best. That's you take advantage of it. And here's the thing about this Suns team: if they don't take advantage of this, and then have, or they have to be so active in free agency, everybody thinks they can stand pat with this team. You can't. You have to go out and get a, a, a player because they need size. And does well, Paul resign? They let's be honest with ourselves, everyone, shall we? They lose to the Clippers. They lose to the Lakers. They beat the. They beat Denver. They lose to the other two teams in the playoffs. Well, Kawhi is there if they're healthy. If Kawhi, if Kawhi was with the Clippers, the Clippers would be in the finals. I still think they might have beaten the Lakers, but if Street it, Clothes I, was uh... if Street Clothes was healthy, the Suns have no match for that. That's their weakness. Yeah, it, it, the yeah, reason they lost two yeah. games was because Anthony Davis was just showing how dominant an inside giant is, and Aiton is going to be a very good center, but they need a forward that's just. Yes. Massive. They need that dude. Like Crowder's good. Portland's got a monster. Denver's got a monster. Well, Giannis. I mean, Giannis is the. And you forget he's a two-time MVP. This guy is the deal. A lot of those offensive rebounds aren't important when you shoot fifty-three percent. Yeah, but no. now you're seeing that. You miss right. shot. There's well, no. Yeah, when there's no. But, se- rarely are second attempts. Yeah, you got it. You got to have a. You have to have a guy down there that can beat some people up. And they got Jay Crowder, but he's short for that job. So let's be honest. If the Suns don't pull this off, it's going to be awfully tough when the Lakers go out like they're talking about and get Damian Lillard or the Warriors get Damian Lillard and the Lakers get Russell Westbrook and the Jazz get healthy again and Denver gets healthy again and the Clippers get healthy again. Yeah, you're looking at a a log jam of one through seven of all these teams that are going to be ridiculous, not to mention the Nets still have a couple years of that. Brooklyn, uh, you know, domination when they get all their guys. I don't think they can stay healthy though. I think that team's doomed to always be injured. Do the Suns get a robotic hand for CP3? For he played. Tomorrow look, night? he played great. I mean, you know that uh, he did. It's yeah. amazing what he's doing with it, but you know there's something wrong. Nobody him. had a bad game. That's one thing you can walk away from with the Suns on Saturday. Nobody had a bad game. Everybody did their part, except Chris, the refs. Well, the refs, yeah, well, you know, again, good. <laughs> nope. Nobody was in foul no, trouble. I, the no, whole game was super clean. I can't walk away from that saying there was a glaring thing other than the last play of the game. Middleton steal was fantastic. They should have run a set play. They didn't. You know, that's hindsight strategy. That has nothing to do. And if Devin Booker goes down and makes some amazing move and hits the shot, he's a legend. So it's, it was just a really well played. Your Suns fans, you got beat by a great play at the end. The team that made that last play was going to win it, and they made it. And you got to give it to the Suns. They were down like nine. And all of a sudden, it's a one-point game. You're like, they've got this. And I, we were losing it. Losing it. Like, they're back. They're one out. And then they miss. They get it back. They get a chance to take the lead. And then the steal happens. And that alley-oop was outstanding. At the bar, I was sitting next to this guy. And he, was, he the whole time was like, just like 93, they're going to be out in six. Maybe. I'm like, oh, here we go. Maybe. And in 93, little. they got beat by a better team. Oh, yeah. But you don't scream that. Because I remember when the Suns came back 3-2 in 93. For game six, it was here. And they won two out of three in Chicago to bring it back here. That's right. They had it. They had, but they were one more in that. Now you force it to. Yeah. And that was 99-98. Was Paxson's last shot was huge. They almost went 3-3 with the, with the Mighty Bulls. But they didn't. There's still two games left. One at a time. No parade plans. No shouting out Suns and Seven. That's dumb. Just get this next one. And do what the Brooklyn... Uh, do you guys think the Olympics are even going to happen? Starting to wonder. Yeah. I, I, they're, like, they Seems keep, like everything's they're already falling over apart there. in like a week. Yeah. Well, one of the girls from the U.S. Right. gymnastics team. The, the tennis. Alternate and tennis. But the gymnastics is big. 
that's a big Olympic sport, and especially for the U.S., which is a favorite. Uh, she's got the COVID. Just push some mobiles somewhere else. Well, yeah, test away, but they got to kind of make sure. And right. I think, what does it start, Thursday or Friday? Friday. So, yeah. yeah, Friday night. So it's getting you close. The, you have the game Thursday if it goes, if we have. Oh, that's right. Seven. So then, yeah, they got a Friday. But Japan is freaking out, evidently, according to the news. Have been. Yeah. They don't want these to go on nope. at all. Protests in so, Japan. Uh, well, you know what? I watched one of the protests. And it's kind of like the protests here when they say people gathered yeah. at the capital. So it's like 12. They just kind of you want around. it to go on if you're. <laughs> You put some serious money in when you host yeah. the Olympics. Oh, you bought a lot of stuff. It's cool. Also, yeah. it's happening. Yeah. I watched the thing on CBS News. They don't have an option of not doing it. Like, Japan is committed. Like, it's part of the contract. You have to do it in a certain amount a of time. Or yeah. what? Uh, I don't remember. Like, they give the money I, back? I don't remember what what it is, but you have to do it. hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars yeah. on stadiums. Yeah. Well, I think the CBS News' point was that they can't push it off any longer. Yeah. Like, they have to oh, do it. Oh, they have to do it now, right? Yeah. They're, and they're, NBC and all the sponsors yep. and everything else have yep. to. There's that, too much money involved. They're going to do it. They're playing them. It'll oh, be yeah. weird they're with no, no fans in the stands and this COVID thing's coming back. And <laughs> everybody's kind of losing it. We're flying Delta, everybody. It looks like we're, go- we're all about to board Delta. We're flying Delta. <laughs> I think we're all about to board Delta. <laughs> my dad won't get the shot. He's in town. He keeps saying that. I don't mom, to, both parents? No, my dad's. My dad's. Uh, my parents won't either. Yeah. He's on a ranch, so I mean, he's yeah. Not I don't know that anybody. he's he's hanging out with hundreds, but he's here. He's taking it back with him. He won't get it. Well, was he pissed and off that, wearing a mask all the way? Because I'm sure he had to wear a mask on. The no, he, you know he's not mad about it. He's just not. I told him. I said he he told you, you got the shot right. I'm like yeah. And I said you're gonna get it. He goes hell no, I'm not getting that thing put in my. I'm like I'm gonna teach their own and all, but yeah, he's healthy can be. But now that this Delta thing's back. I just have to wonder what he's, you know, what are you planning for? It was like a 10 or 12 year window before this side side effects kick Give me in. a heads up. <laughs> By the time the side effects start making you, morphing you into some sort of mutant, you'll be in your 80s. You're already going to be a mutant. People in their 80s are mutants anyway. I forgot your mom's immune. I, I forgot. My mom has something she buys at Sprouts that makes her immune to that. Off oh, the shelf. Uh, There's plenty of it left. Oh, this, is just, this is just a wacky group of people. We're dealing. It it, it's uh, my mom thinks sprouts cures COVID. She won't do it. I'm sure they're sitting because they're hanging out together this weekend. Mom, dad, sister, brother-in-law. They're all staying at the same place, which is they're like you. You coming over? I'm like for a myriad Super of reasons, spreader. absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not hanging out at that. My friend Mark, my he asked my dad. He goes, "So where are you staying?" He goes, "Oh, I'm staying over at uh, at John's sister's house and." Uh, his mom's just recently moved in there. And he goes, Mom, and I just hear across the room, you're you're staying with your ex-wife? He goes, oh, we're fine. Everything's fine. And he goes, oh, why don't you have John over and just have old times? <laughs> Where's the new gal? Didn't, didn't uh, oh, she's not. She didn't come with this time. She's, oh, gotcha. yeah, she's got a, gotcha. a death in the family or something oh. going on. But I'm sure they're sitting in there talking about that vaccine and all the problems it causes. I don't care. <laughs> maybe they're right. Maybe they're wrong. I'm, t- I'm, I'm look. I was a comedian this weekend. I saw Melissa V and Sior's thing. He said, I got all three, just in case. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Load me up. This whole thing's not Rich so Rich Eisen has two of them, I think. And, and he's, he's got the COVID real bad. It. Yeah, and he got, got it. Yeah, so that's an argument for not getting it. Right. But they say it won't kill you if you have I don't know anymore. I don't, I'm not a doctor, and I don't try to play. I just look. What makes this easy? Take care of you. But my dad's sitting there telling me he's not going to do it. I'm like, you're fine. My parents are the same way. They won't do it? Nope. Your parents probably did it. They got it. Yeah. Yeah. 
they're not anti-vaxxers or anything, but they're just kind of like, I just don't see a need for it. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's up to you. Strange. It that's is up to them. But like we know, uh, Brady and I, a guy whose brother was anti everything, and now he's got COVID. So he's been in the hospital for two weeks. So I don't know. Lucky to After he was in the hospital a year before for the same thing, the brother, yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I, I have a feeling this Delta thing's going to get a lot of press, and something's going to go wrong at these Olympics. The Olympics can't have delays either, right? Right. Like, and the Olympic Village is where go. they all start having sex. Yep. And there's stories that they put up cardboard beds to keep them from having sex, and then you this see one the dude, Irish yeah, he whatever? gets on there yeah, and starts jumps. jumping on him. Nope, it's fine. You could bone in this thing all day. <laughs> just don't wet the bed. Look, it uh, collapses after that. The cardboard absorbs it and gets real heavy. And just, <laughs> right. Well, keep that in mind, bed wetting <laughs> Olympian. That's what one of the Olympians said. The one bedwetter in the room. Reese McClanahan posted. Well, well, that was the Irish person that was leaping up and down, right? Yeah. It was, he said, and just he don't, make, said, don't get it wet. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think they're thinking of American citizens having sex in a cardboard yeah. bed. These are, yeah. the, like, these people are finely tuned, in shape uh, people that are not going to crush. Like, you think of, like, the average American citizen trying to have sex in a cardboard bed. Yeah, that thing's getting smashed to the earth. Ikea beds barely hold up. The, the average Joe. But yeah, these athletes are in tip-top condition. I don't think they've got weight displacement problems. They're pretty much right on the money. But It was the American distance runner Paul Ch- Chalimo joked that oh. we're moving from an era of breaking bad to breaking bed. And those who pee on the bed are at risk here. That's right. So don't do that. Yeah. You shouldn't do that even if it isn't cardboard. <laughs> so many athletes have incontinence. Yeah. You could have a metal bed. Well, when they get hammered yeah. on their off nights. Well, they're evidently now saying that none of the athletes can go out and have fun, which is going to lead to what? Sex in those cardboard beds. If you give That's, them nothing to do, they're just going to bone each wasn't other. Wasn't it the last one, that snowboarder, the 19-year-old snowboarder? was He was like got a gold medal day one. Didn't oh, that's right. Else. Yeah. And he hosed just everything. hosed that's right. everything. For well, because like they have the Olympic weeks. Village where only the athletes can right. hang out. Right. Here's the official statement on that the uh, Olympics organizing committee that hands out the condoms, as they do for every Olympics, claims it's not to encourage sex in Tokyo, uh-huh. but the athletes to take home and raise awareness for safe sex in their own countries. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That's a real statement <laughs> yep. from a real person. This message sponsored by Trojan. <laughs> right. Everybody gets a mouth. These are collectibles. Yeah. <laughs> Put these on your wall and always remember safety. They're like pogs. But if you could imagine being in the Olympic Village with especially Summer Olympics, and we've seen, you know, those track and field girls walking around. Oh, man. Yeah, the Netherlands. And then the track and field guys, which look like human action figures. You have the world's most beautiful bodies. Not allowed to mingle with the general public, only allowed to hang out with each other, and they're all staying in the same hotel. There's going to be some. You all can get the on time. with the hammer thrower from. Oh, the- those people probably not scoring as much. I still think there's guys <laughs> who strike out, Brady. The people built like Brady are like, oh, it's going to be great. I throw hammers. <laughs> <laughs> You're standing next to Usain Bolt. They're just going to order drinks from you. <laughs> I'm a hammer throwing Olympian. Give me a drink, fat ass. Look at the structure of hammer. this. Human events over. Justin Gatlin. Twenty-one days. Yeah. You look, ju- it up, look it up. Yeah. You seen Bolt? Yeah. Well, you look like you work out, <laughs> but you know what he can't do? Chuck a hammer. <laughs> I watch him yeah. do it. And then he looks at you and goes, "I've got millions of dollars in endorsement money. <laughs> I chuck hammers. I got to deal with the folks at Craftsman. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. I get a couple of ads and some important stuff going. Never mind." 
There's guys who leave the Olympics. Yeah, there's going to be the hammer thrower, the shot put guy. Although the shot put guy was banging Marion Jones there at the other ones. He was providing her steroids, though. That was back in Australia. Uh, But you have a few athletes that are not going to school. But the swimmers, the bodies on the swim, the male swimmers are going to get laid. Now, they do not have a hard time getting laid. That is Australia rolls up, Americans, and then you start seeing all the, like, the European guys, and they're just ridiculous. The the looks on those people is Super low pregnancy rates because they work out so much. The women aren't having their periods yet. Yeah, it's perfect. You can have a, it's like, it's like she went through menopause when she was 14. (laughs) You skip period and went right to 90. So they, they sit and worry that the sex is a... You're, now you're saying don't go out anymore either. We'll provide alcohol in your room. Like, oh, man. There's going to be a baby boom in Japan. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I keep looking at this and keep waiting for something goofy to happen. It's like almost people are rooting against it, too, because every story is, oh, this guy's got COVID, this one's got COVID. You're going to have a few. But uh, if Simone Biles doesn't go on TV, boy. Uh, Uber Eats Game and all those, There's a bunch of advertisers that are... That's rough stuff. Because I'm sure all the ads are coming up this this week that are pre-shot a year ago. McDonald's has to be in. Coke's probably there. They probably shot it all with these athletes paid top dollar. And if they get COVID and don't perform, oh, it's crazy. But I don't know. I'm interested. I love the Summer Olympics. I think they're fun. Beach volleyball's outside, so you never cancel that. There's some ass on that. That's all. Some of those things are got to go. And then Brady hands me this. And this is how you handle it. This is... This is good leadership by a franchise. The Brooklyn Nets, it has now uh, been uncovered that they go above and beyond to make their players feel secure and taken care of. Uh, Dan Lebetard talked to Brooklyn Nets insider Matt Sullivan, who wrote a book called Can't Knock the Hustle Inside the Season of Protest, Pandemic, and Progress with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, The team paid to rent houses for their players. The team paid. The players, they're like, look, we're going to get you apartments and houses where you need them so you can keep your side action. We're, Under like, a roof yeah, we don't, safe. Look, we know you're doing it. First and foremost, team, we know what you're up to. You guys have side squish. Now, we're not going to rat you out, but because of COVID and all the protocols in place, the Brooklyn Nets have decided in a meeting that probably took s- several people and a couple <laughs> of ladies who weren't happy with this at all. I guarantee you there were women in that meeting going, I can't believe we're doing this. So you're encouraging? You just don't tell them to stop it? And you're like, we can tell them to stop it all day long. They're not going to. Kevin Durant had Migos at his house the other night. There's going to be sex. He's married. Uh, Look, he's a pro athlete. Ma'am, you guys are relatively new to the CEO's desk here. We have to do something. So they rented out places for the Nets players to bone their side squishes safely to keep them in the bubble for COVID and keep them in locations that were and squish village kind of also said give us the names of your squish we can't have new squish rolling we got to have rolling we got a vet we got a vet to squish so the, so the very high ranking official with the nets who had a lot to do with the money and said basically there's a blank check as soon as these guys get here whether that's saying girlfriend uh buy a girlfriend or a girlfriend on the side a house in california for a week whatever you need we'll take care of it just keep it together we're just putting up money for the guys to have a random house they could hang with. Dallas Cowboys started this in the late 80s, early 90s with something called the White House, which is now not even some, it's not even a secret. Like, it's in, no, it's legendary. in so many books. It's in America's team, the uh, the little 30-minute. Um, oh, really? Well, no, it wasn't that. It was the one that they lost 
they did a documentary on what could have been, I guess, or something like that. And they were talking about how, because you know, Troy Aikman always argues that had Jimmy Johnson stayed, they'd have won two or three more Super Bowls. And Dale always says that that's not true. It got Once Deion Sanders got there and everybody realized we don't have to try that hard, we don't have to come to practice. He said it kind of set a tone. Barry Switzer didn't help that. but And he said, so it was more the players, not policing themselves. And Troy Aikman will first one to say it was the White House, which right next to their practice facility, they bought a mansion. And it was a mansion for sex and drugs. And it was the place no one talked about. TV fun house. Yeah, it was the Cowboys fun house. And going to the White House meant we got people coming tonight. We're going to the White House. Call it team meetings. Your car stayed at the facility. If a curious wife or family member drove by, he's in there. You're not allowed in, ma'am. The team did a good job. You're not allowed in. Then a couple of ladies discovered the White House and knew it was good because you could see it from the practice facility. <laughs> and you knew it was there, but they just walk over because, you know, then they couldn't get in trouble. We're the one with the star flagpole? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And the girl sitting on the flagpole. Wholesome Dale knew nothing about it. Yeah. Yeah, it says uh, that the, the renting a, a house on a team dime because the guys don't pay uh, that personal stuff themselves. So the finance uh, financial team of the Nets would come in every week and say, all right, and give them a little whore stipend, a little whore per diem. <laughs> then the practicing. Yeah. During the uh, bubble, whether or not they weren't allowed to practice, they set that up. Yep, inside the places, they'd get that going. They'd pay for the place so they could do it. Uh, it says there's a lot of things the Nets do that aren't kosher. The reason they have this kind of Kremlin-esque wall around everything they do and tell the players not to talk. During the middle of COVID, they worked out half of the team. Uh, Kyrie, KD, and their friends would come by. And Kobe's old gym in California, which you were not allowed to do. And I'm sure they're not the only ones. Remember that oh, girl yeah. that said she banged all the sons in one room? So, we're fairly naive to think this Olympic thing is going to be any different than that. The the IOC has definitely, in the past, turned a blind eye to a lot of stuff. I'm pretty sure COVID protocols are going to be tough to keep together when you put the female swimmers with the male track athletes and the female pole vaulters and their asses mm. in front of all those black guys. I mean, those asses in front of black athletes, it's kryptonite. Done. They're done. Not to mention those asses from Europe that don't get to see this too often come over and they're curious about They've seen blacks.com or BBC videos. They, they're like, let's take a look. This is going to be a disaster. They're going to be spreading COVID one shot at a time. If they have the pole vaulting happening on the infield during the 200-meter race, there's going to be a world record smash. <laughs> there's going to be a lot. I see. I think it's the opposite. I think this particular one where they're not allowed to go out and play, and it's just going to be a sex party in those cardboard beds, you're going to see, like, slow times. for Like, every, like wow, you've seen Bolt ran a 14-4. Uh, yeah, but I'm just the, not sleeping My legs hurt. I haven't slept in days because the whore party in the cardboard beds. And then you just challenged them. You give me a cardboard bed. What's the? You give you a cardboard bed, Brady, and you're a moral, decent person. What's the first thing you're thinking? What if I could smash this? Can I make this work? Can I make this work? I bet you I couldn't do it. They're all going to test it. So maybe, just maybe, uh, these Olympics go off. But starting Friday, we got bigger fish to fry here. It's always I I love the uh, pre-story stuff, like the cardboard beds, the big one. Yeah. When when it was in. in Russia when yeah, they had the wolves. Yeah, and they had the, the unfinished buildings. <laughs> yeah. Just the, random holes the, and the walls. The wild and... dogs that were running around yeah. inside the, the apartments, which is hilarious. And it never really bothered anybody. They had a wild dog population and strays. They were just killing dogs like crazy. 
I wonder what they say about it. Because whenever this, they're in the United States, it seems like there's never any bad news about the Olympic Village. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Right. Everybody's right on. But every time it goes overseas, we bitch. Yeah. First thing we notice. Yeah, we, we get all, well, we would have done it different. Where are the next Olympics? They're only three years out. Yeah, do they do they speed it up? I mean, do they take that year? It's it's, it's, no, it's, it's every four years. Right. Yeah, it's still on time. For well, oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Now. So yeah, they're still going on the schedule. They're not going to move it all a year down the road. So the next ones will be twenty twenty four for summer, and then the Winter Games are next this in six months. Paris. They're in Paris. Maybe. Not going to be any boning going no, on in no, Paris. No, no, no. Oh, no. The city of romance? Yeah. The city of love? Let's see. I'm taking my dad up to the uh, React defense today, too, with no, no vaccine. <laughs> well, as long as you stop by Sprouts on the way. <laughs> we'll get something. My mom yeah. will rub them down in Sprouts <laughs> if they're still talking. And then 2028 Olympics are here in L.A. Oh, they're back in Los Angeles? Got to clear those homeless. Yep. <laughs> yep. Man, that's going to be a task. Oof. They're going to need street sweepers like they did when Chavez Ravine got built. They're going to need to start banging people into the ocean. No problem. Oof. They don't want that on TV. In 84, they moved them all in one spot and then, and then hired graffiti artists to paint real murals over their old graffiti so they acted like it was on purpose. Because they did that marathon through the streets of L.A. and some of them got a little shady. The next Winter Olympics is in Beijing next year. And then the one after that is Brett's people get to have it in Milan. Milan, Italy. <laughs> They have winter in Italy? I didn't know. Did you know that? In the northern part. <laughs> is that a bad thing? You no. say that like that was no, a no, bad thing. No, no, but <laughs> they got all kinds of skiing and stuff. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that. You waved them off, though. You hey, waved it up. Hey, it's not like I live there or anything. Yeah. I've never been there. <laughs> the fish people of the north. <laughs> Swiss and the Italian side, really slippery in the Alps. The Alps. I made an Italian Alps joke about your oily people. You going to stand for that? I expect nothing less. Yeah. Moose Mashinsky called. He said, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, what's on the big board of musical treats there, Brett? And Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Make sure you hit Josh and the boys up. You're getting going to hit the trails this week. And, uh, you know, the weather hasn't been too bad. Good weather. But, yeah, good riding, yeah, right good riding weather. So uh, they got the best wrenches in town. So make sure you head on over there. Get that bike tuned up. Get all the accessories you're going to need. Josh and the boys will hook you up. Uh, Not to mention, they've got all those suns. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. And stuff. I I spent a fortune there the other day. They got so much. Let's go into cool. the toy store for people who like bikes and ski. Yeah, it is. It's insane. Yeah. But a uh, bunch of stuff here: Volbeat, Metallica, Beastie Boys making an appearance. White Zombie, Skillet, Body Count, Metallica, Pantera, Slayer, Fear Factory, Sabbath. Uh, I picked it already, Brad. All right, what do you got? We are named after a bird that rose from the ashes. Yeah. Starting to see some ashes. The House of the Rising Sun, which doesn't have anything to do with that. It's about New Orleans, but still, the suns will rise, and I like Rising Sun, so it's a little uh, a moment. Resurrection's also there, but I like House of the Rising Sun. Five Finger Death Punch will go with that. All right. You got that, Rich. It's a house in New Orleans, but there's nothing else on there that caught my eye. Don't you forget about me? It's not. I don't think it's the same song. I know. Oh, they didn't cover? I don't think so. I've never heard Man. that Life of Agony Life of song. Agony? That's risky. Anyway, yeah, we'll rise them up. Sons will come back. Brady's called it already. So it's coming back for game seven. Brady? Get your popcorn. Hey, are, are you saying they're going to win it in seven? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow, the oh. confidence that jumped off of that. Wow. I've never felt such. 
incredible male power in a room. Mark my words. Could you imagine <laughs> Trip Reeb sitting all of us down in a meeting? All right. We need a squish house for all the side pieces. And you see everybody in that meeting going, are you kidding? I know, but it's COVID. And we got a lot of dickheads who work it. here, so we're doing it. That's what had to happen for this to happen for the Nets. A squish house presented a little bit different. It had to be a meeting. They had to. You yeah, had to get a meeting, but they finance said, involved. We, we uh, they need they need places to stay when they're over in California, and it, rather than doing the hotel thing because there's not. But let's, let's rent a couple of things. It's not just I'm one sure dude on the, the team sneaking up. cash over. Like, there had to be an agreeable moment to say, this is finance, this is what's going to start coming in when they ask for a couple thousand dollars. Or are you saying that they did it for purely business reasons, they had nothing to do with sex? No, no, no. I, I It was presented as a business oh, presentation. Okay. Sure. They're not going into details. That of we need to rent houses. Yeah. That's no, not why this is, these are being rented. We need to VRBO our players' houses. Yeah. It's safer. Day. We can control the environment. I just can't imagine those meetings in 2021. Squish house meeting. Especially with HR involved and everything oh. else. Especially, yeah, because everybody's flipping out over the slightest yeah. little thing, but athletes still do it. Good on you, athletes. Good on you, kids. But that's the life of the pro athlete. And anybody else that says that's not. Everybody's like, they're pigs. Like, come on. It's been going on since the beginning of fame in basketball and sports. And- we got ours. Huh? We got ours. We got a squish house? Yeah. The H&H, H&H Ranch, yeah. not used for squish. It is not a squish <laughs> house. Because you know why? If you open the door to make that a squish house, the next thing you know, you show up and Doug Hopkins is squishing. Right. And I don't want to see that. He doesn't want to see me squishing. <laughs> the crossing over. It truly is a sex-free zone. That place is disgusting. Think about it. And then you got that little Make-A-Wish guy that showed up again. His name is Sam, that one that I was telling you about yeah. that won the tickets from Doug and can't keep his feet real good because his, his upper body weighs like 148 pounds. His little legs barely hang on. He's got some disease where your legs grow like bird legs. Did you kick his ass this time? No, no, no. He no. was fine. I did bump into him and I almost killed him. He's very slight. But uh, <laughs> but he brought this uh, he brought his girlfriend, which was surprising. That, and she's just a gift to humanity to put up with whatever. Mind if I use one of these? Yeah. Uh, that was my girlfriend. Look what she cost an hour. <laughs> there's no way she's here because she wants to be. Uh, but yeah, so uh, and then he would want to use it, and the next thing you know, that so my that room is out. It is for sleeping. It is for uh, being very drunk. No squishing in that though. But in a way, it would look like that. Yeah, if the, if the station was paying for it, sure, it's a squish house. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I usually go to a trip and go. I need a little per diem for the old squish house. It's looking. Can I use it? No, you can go if you want to. <laughs> I mean, you're paying for it. You're paying for yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Foot in the bill. Got a squish house. Blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, I'm wandering in there. Toledo's got a key. I'm like, what am I looking at? Why are you doing that alone? Thought it was a jerk palace. Squish what? house. Different, different. <laughs> jerk house? No, that's Hopkins' room. <laughs> Dirk house left, squish house. Get it? Pull your pull your pants up. And one of the guys that went to the game on a Saturday was Hopkins' friend. He flew in from uh, Mobile, and he says to me, "He goes, uh, you want to see McGash? Whoa! <laughs> I'm like, any man that asks that needs to show it. Yes, I do. He fell down playing basketball on his ass and got a contusion that got some sort of infection. It's like split. 
No, and just, it's just a bruise. And then the doctor went and cut his ass cheek six inches left to right. And there's this. You could. It's about. You could probably put a, a, a computer mouse in it. It's that big. <laughs> it's like a little garage next to his butt crack. That's this massive apple shaped oh. hole in his ass. Oh man! Want to see my gash? And it's wide open. It's disgusting. It can sit. Okay, it's fine. It's all padded up because that, he said the thing that hurt was the infection because they got that all out. They just leave that wide open. Yeah, you got to keep an eye on it. Like, oh, this old in a butt hole for real. Ah, the people I hang out with. They're awesome. Want to see my gash? Want to see my gash? And that Alabama accent, you're like, yes, sir, I do. There was like nothing in my brain that said no. Any man that asked me that, you know I do. He's got photos of it. It was repulsive. And yet, fascinating. It was like 1800s medicine. This is my big hole in his butt cheek. It was big. Like, it was, I don't know. No. Fisting? Yours is too thick. Man, you could almost fist it. I don't know the <laughs> depth quality, but you could get a child's fist. <laughs> you, could, you could fist him with a child. <laughs> hey, wow, it's the first time in the... History of spoken language that phrase has ever been said. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Uh, where did Rich go? Does he have his song? I think he's loaded up. He's left. Uh, anyway, so Brady says sons and seven. You're confident too, Brett? Nope. Brett's got a six on the bucks. Uh, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm bucks. not as confident as Brady. Nah. Let me just put it that way. Statistically, winning game five, uh, 72% chance you got the series. Because guaranteed you're up 3 2. Yeah, you, you put them against the wall. So they but got two chances. Again, the first two. You win the first two. It's a it's big statistical thing there too. Yeah, a little over eighty percent. So you steal you steal the third game in any in any way, and your odds on. But man, oh man, you got to hand it to them. They're putting three in a row together is pretty big. Now the Suns have to do two. That's it. Just win two games in a row. You've done that all year long. Hey, the Bucks have done three in a row so far. So you right. can do two. Right. They played their best game yeah. in the playoffs. The Bucks. The yeah. Bucks so did game. the Suns, by the way. That was pretty much their best game of the playoffs, too, statistically. You look at that, you're like, you're not getting much better than that. At the end, though, that game could have went either way. Yep. I mean, it's... Well, you look at the you look at the stat line, both teams played probably their best game of the playoffs. Maybe the Suns had a better game against the Clippers there in that game six, but not by much. And that stat line looked pretty darn even outside of one little glaring thing, 57-55 shooting percentage, and you lose by four. It was dead on. I mean, it was it's just ridiculous. Ah, it's frustrating. Anyway. Maybe it's bad. Richard's not getting the song. He stalled all I can stall. I he thought was, he was in there putting it in. He fell asleep. Did he pass out? Did the apple fumes kill him? <laughs> there it is. He's got it. Uh, all right. It's your, uh, your wake up. It doesn't make any sense lyrically, but just the title alone. House of the Rising Sun. That's what our city has to be. Everybody has to be. Turn this place into a brothel. Positive. That's right. Hookers and squish houses in the house. Of, get them some squish. Uh, it's the House of the Rising Sun. It's Five Finger Death Punch. It's 98. I'm loving my emails this morning because they're all just hopeful. Everybody's getting all hopey and stuff. I like that. Not like the Indian. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Got to be careful with everything nowadays. Can't even throw out fake words. Everybody's hopey now. The Navajos just turned it off. Hey, hate them hopies. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. You know what I mean? H-O-P-E-Y. A guy emailed and said. I was a hopey for one summer. Were you? Uh, or in huh? spring, baseball team. I was, played for a hopey. They named them. Oh, all you, had, oh you did tribes. that. Yeah. yeah. Because they were thrilled with Opie, that. Opie, Sac, in. Seneca, and Apache. Because you guys were on Indian land. You thought that was a nice tribute. Sitting I don't there, think we're on. No. Sayoto. 
Brady. You were yeah. on Indian land. Yeah, we were. What tribe was the... <laughs> Was the no, no, no. We got rid of all them. Yes, you weren't seeing many, but you were most certainly well, on the you land. You see where we're too much curve because Upper Arlington always has been Upper Arlington. You know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Indians avoided it because right. there are too many whites. <laughs> what tribe was the chief in that your mom used to threaten to send you to all the time? Chief Running Water. From what tribe? Um, Didn't matter. She never. He was afraid of all <laughs> Indians, all encompassing, scary Indians. He was the chief of all. You know about that, Brett? No. The recap when uh, Brady was a bad boy, his parents threatened him with overt racism. Bad boy. Well, he's a little fella. Okay. And he was straighten a bad up. boy. You straighten up or you're going to go live with Chief Running Water. And it would scare Brady straight. <laughs> she used he'd... to pick up the phone and pretend yeah. like she's talking to him. Chief? Yeah. And <laughs> Brady would be like, no, no, no. Not people of color. <laughs> and then so he, he started behaving. 25 years old, yeah. I bought him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> threatened him. Threatened him by making him live without whites. <laughs> and the kid straightened right up. <laughs> That's how he was raised. <laughs> and to a certain degree. It's kind of how we were all raised. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah. You don't go over the. My dad used to say, "Just don't go into Gary." That was just basically the rule. You don't go. They don't come here, and we don't go there. It just trouble. I'm like, really? And that's true still to this day in Northwest Indiana. There's a dividing line called Munster. You don't. You don't goof. Like everybody hates each other up there, but they're regional. The region. Ugh. What a mess. <laughs> you still love Ohio, man. Indiana could go away tomorrow. I'd be fine. You got way too much civic pride for that dump. Midwest sucks. <laughs> no, it sucks. A lot of beautiful places. Yep, I know. And one of them isn't Columbus. <laughs> Wisman, Jimmy Wisman was in the box with us at the game. And he said something about Ohio. And he goes, ugh. And that's all that was said. I'm like, what? And he goes, ugh. I'm like, what's that for? He goes, Ohio, all of it. It's the worst state in this nation. I'm like, wow. You're lucky Brady's not here because you would have just broke a young man's heart. He's not allowed in the good parts. <laughs> right. Well, it's hard to find him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know. You certainly are going to You got to dig around for that. Uh, it's time for Brady to give you all the... Oh, I was going to say the guy emails. He goes, 2001. Diamondbacks. Win game one. Win game two. Lose the next three in really heartbreaking fashion. Stolen, brocious, and Derek Jeter hits the home run November 1st at midnight 01, becoming Mr. November for the first time right. ever. That's come, where that started. Come back here, and it's like, oh, down 3-2 to the mighty Yankees in 2001. This is brutal. And they get game six and seven. And it was, even for me, not a Diamondbacks fan, pulling my heart out of my chest. Watching that last game, that was rough. That was hard to watch. Tight. So maybe the Suns will pull that exact same win-win, loss-loss-loss, win-win thing. We'll see. Hope's alive, folks. Don't worry. Uh, It's time for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Mick Ultra. And as we're talking NBA Finals with this schedule, as we close in on my birthday, Toledo's is tomorrow, but the good one's next Monday. (laughs) (laughs) We got all this going on. The Olympics start, hopefully, Friday. And Hooters reminds us that fantasy football's back. you got to start thinking about that because that's right around the corner. Jeez. We're two and a half weeks away from preseason. Football's so great. Back. It's amazing. Fantasy, this schedule's great. This has been awesome. Fantasy football's back. Hooters is the place for your draft party. Fun freebies, great food and drink specials, including Mick Ultra on draft. You call your favorite Hooters location and schedule your draft party today. They'll host it for you. Host it there. They'll, they'll get it all arranged for you. So you start thinking about that. Uh, get Toledo involved as the commissioner of your fantasy football team, and guaranteed no one wins. Second place prizes only. First place, you get the ribbon. 
Socialism Toledo for the fantasy football. Doesn't pay the winner. Uh, but if you want to do that, Hooters got it. Thank you, Hooters. Thanks, Mick Ultra. Brady, report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. It's a big day, Bert. Yeah. Happy Global Hug Your Kids Day. Oof, hug your own. Especially with the COVID-19. When is Hug, your, hug Other People's Kids Day? Oh. Every other John day. John <laughs> <laughs> A couple of baseless fun facts. Key limes were considered a weed in Florida until the Great Freeze of 1894. Destroyed all of the lemon groves. Hmm. Farmers replanted Mexican limes instead, and they became known as the Florida Key Limes. <laughs> Beloved More regional appropriation. Crop. Right, they stole the Mexican. I have a key lime tree in my backyard, let me tell you this. They're ripe for like a minute and a half, and then they just shed all over the place. Yeah, those things suck. I don't know when yeah. you do it. And people, everybody come, oh, you got to get them right when they're... I'm like, yeah, but the thing is, there's 8 million of them. And then they just... You want to be making everywhere. pies. Oh, yeah, everything. I'm going to be loading up. What else do you make with key lime? Drinks and pies. Yeah. And the drinks, mm, not enough lime going in. Maybe some ceviche. You put you a little key in lime there. in there? Oh, yeah. A little tart. I'll eat that, though. Ceviche is good. Kills the, kills the uh, bacteria. Key lime does? The fish and the raw fish. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I just pour bleach on raw fish. <laughs> That's a good one. No kidding. Key lime will just, does regular lime do that? Acid, yeah. It's the acids yeah. in oh, the no citrus. Yeah. That, so that all citrus cook, does. Cook it, basically. Lemon, all of it. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In the 1920s and 30s, people used to have cages built to hang out in their apartment. Toledo pulled up some pictures. Oh, yeah, you know, for their kids. Out, yeah. Out on the, out on the babies. They believed it helped keep them healthy and growing. So you'd get these big wired cages, like a big yeah. bird cage. Hang them out the edge. Put them in the sun. Yeah, the pictures are unbelievable. I think I've seen those where there's just babies and hanging out in giant <laughs> windows. The word the husband. The Clapton cage, right? Yeah, That's what it's named. Uh, but then you still got to bring it, it back in when you're no, done. He didn't oh, use one. He could have used one. Can you just keep it in the cage <laughs> yeah. at all times? Would you close my cage? Come on now. The word husband comes from the old Norse word husbandi, which means master of the house. Damn right. Move on, next story. The word wife <laughs> comes from an old Indo-European word, weep, which means cook, clean, and F. Oh. No, it means wrap. <laughs> wrap? Yeah, like uh, it might have referred to the veil bride wears. Oh. So you mummify her, yeah. and she praises you, and that's that's what we call it. So you, you want a husband? You got it. Look it up. There's so, baby cages. I think we should bring back kenneling kids. Oh, my because, God. Uh, it's a better time. Just looks good. <laughs> looks like they're for sale at some sort of Chinese chicken store. Chicken of China, the Chinese. Don't do it. You hate I that. Just set it and it. Put them in the coop. They seem fine. Babies don't seem to mind. No, except they're still kids. And you're right. And then they have to come back in, which is yeah. the bigger problem. If you could shove them in a cage, oof. Lawn star- starter company. Lawn starter. Don't know. Uh, Take it, they uh, start lawns or make uh, little fertilizer. <laughs> Seems self-explanatory. Get your lawn. You're the one telling the, the story. I don't know why you're asking yeah, well, they crunched a bunch of uh, data together and they put together what uh, 2021's best cities for hipsters. They had 150 uh, different criterias. Um, so overall, Tempe has got to be on this list. Seattle's got to be on. This Seattle's got to be number one. No, 
Maybe Actually, like somewhere in New Seattle's York. Seattle's number one anymore at all. The the king of hipster world now. I don't know if it's official though. It's like uh, Soho, Colorado, Brooklyn. No, they, they've changed really? everything into the. They were talking about that I with the New York Brooklyn. was never hipster. No, with the Brooklyn Nets because they moved out. They gentrified it all when the arena went in. Oh, and it became this beer capital. They're, so that's probably, what they're saying. Brooklyn might be the epicenter of American hipster culture. It's but crazy. What, um, so overall. San Francisco is number one. Uh, Portland number two. Oakland Portland. number three. So by by hipster you mean homeless? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right about Tempe's number six. Oh, they're on there. They have to be. Tempe's very tries to be hipster. Phoenix is kind of hipster downtown. Oh yeah, that whole Roosevelt district. The Roosevelt thing and Grand Avenue tried really being hip for a minute. Is that still going on? I don't know if it does in the summer. The first Friday thing's kind of neat, but it ends up on Roosevelt. There's a ton of great bars over there. On Saturday afternoon, a guy was wandering through the Bath and Body Works store in Miami um, at the Miami area mall. He decided he was going to steal some candles, started shoving them into his bag, and when people around him noticed, he executed a fairly extreme getaway plan. He started spraying everyone in the face with bear mace. Oh. I mean, everyone. Police said he sprayed 35 people, including the store manager and more than a half a dozen staff members. That's a well-staffed That's, candle store. They might have a little heavy on the overhead. <laughs> 35 staff you members. You want to check with the manager on yeah. their shifts. We sold 8 million candles and we're still upside down. Then he booked it out of the mall, hopped in a taxi, drove off. At least one victim was hospitalized, but everyone should be okay. Did they catch him? They said when he's caught, he's looking at several armed robbery and aggravated battery charges. So he's still on the lam, and he could end up uh, it could end up being thirty to thirty five felonies. They didn't say which sense the thief got away with. Yeah, you fired bear mice on thirty five people. Yeah. Each heavy one's a Santa felony. Would, he would probably... he's, he, he's just find an apartment in a bad neighborhood that smells too much like cherries and vanilla, and it's him. You'll love this next story um, in Scotland, in Glasgow. I don't like what's going on behind you right now. <laughs> fiddle, farts, fiddle farts climbed a wall and started to play with the TV. <laughs> <laughs> we got a rookie on the uh, Glasgow police force. She uh, went out in her car, hit the beat, driving the streets, and immediately she starts to panic because she thinks she's being tailed by a drone in the sky. Possible. So she calls the chief. Says, "Look, I'm being tailed by a drone. They're on to me. I don't know why they're tailing me." Police looks into it. Uh, the police chief looks into it. And it's like, "Look, come back in. You're clearly rattled by this thing, right. but um, I just want to tell you that's Jupiter in the sky. <laughs> it's glowing really bright right now. And well, let's let's just call it a day." <laughs> Take a few off. Take a couple days off. Maybe look into some Starbucks. She was Jupiter. That's pretty bright Jupiter. Yeah. Would you buy that if you thought a drone was following you and a guy told you it was Jupiter? You'd be like, but just randomly. I'm I being- would, look, if I saw something in the sky that was so close that I thought it was following me, and the one guy I talked to said, I it can't was, shake it. It's Jupiter. I'd be like, all right, he's in on it. There's nobody. I, I wouldn't buy the Jupiter story either. It's more likely a drone is following you than you confuse Jupiter for anything. This is a little uh, take a bite out of crime. If anyone has any information, 
because the Falcons kicker, Young Hoku, mm-hmm. someone stole his cleats out of the back of his Jeep, and he needs those for kicking. He's a good kicker. Yeah. If anyone knows of Arthur on Wow, eBay this is a national APB yeah. for a pair of yeah, shoes. That's, that's news. <laughs> wow. Young Hoku lost a pair of shoes. Look, you own a yeah. Jeep. That's the cost of owning a Jeep. If the doors are off, you're going to lose some stuff. You know how much these shoes run sometimes? Young I mean, Hoku maybe they're, shoes? They're, well, maybe. That particular could have been a Air Jordan okay. model of kicking cleats. So yeah. a couple hundred bucks. Right. I mean. He'll be fine. Plus, he's got to deal through it, uh, the suspicious. Falcons. <laughs> Those and ones are broken in, John. By the way, anybody selling Yoho Koo shoes, you're going to make Young like. Young Ho. Okay. You're going to make like eight bucks. That's not. Nobody's on the aftermarket for kicker shoes. They can't give those away. We had Bill Grammatica's shoes at a charity event. I mean, I've eaten those. I got some wild world. Okay. And go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your wild, wild world. Something to uh, look forward to. Got some good news here in America. We're on the doorstep of catastrophe, according to scientists. Uh... U.S. now is facing, uh, they're declaring a state of emergency because in Utah, um, the Dead Sea that we have up there, the. You uh, got one of those? Well, we've got the Crater Lake. No. Um, is down, the drought is so bad. How bad is it? Well, it's releasing arsenic into the air and oh. it's going to eliminate a lot of wildlife and potentially hu- humanity. Right. If it keeps going down lower. That's what happens <laughs> when the earth fights back. The Earth doesn't think... That's the crazy part we talked about the other day. We act like the Earth and us are a team. The Earth is going to fight us. It's it, not... It doesn't recognize our good intentions. It's the Great Salt Lake, by the way. So it's oh, like, the Great Salt Lake. Yeah. That's too big. Yeah. If that thing starts shooting arsenic in the air, there is a problem. Yeah. But we'll just lose... Right Salt now, Lake they're City saying it'll Provo. impact um, some of the wildlife right off the bat. A lot yeah, of birds. We've got plenty of that. We're good. Let it do it. Let it do its job. Marcello... Roca Santos was uh, walking the beaches of Brazil, um, and he decided he's got to take a whiz. You're next to the water. Just go in waist deep. Oh. He went in waist deep. That's a dangler. Luckily, he wasn't holding it as he's peeing. Oh. Because Shark came in and bit his hand clean off. Oh. Oh, And then took a jab out of his leg. Uh, by the time he gets out of the water, it just took about two minutes, he bled out. He's dead. Yeah. Sharks love human pee. Maybe the warmth of the, uh, yeah. They're big fans of golden showers. Oh. Why did he waste so He just pee in it. Yeah, he just went in the water. And the lifeguard at the time on on duty, they said he might not have been looking. He was having people out of the water. Kind of a crowded beach. Yeah. So he can't just go hang brain into the water. No. Okay. No, and he's probably not even... Whipping it out. We've all done pee. that. Oh, yeah. We've all gone under the ocean just for a second to pee. You do go waist deep, so that makes sense, but I stay Wait, out of that thing. That is not our home. I don't like the ocean. We had a thirsty macaque monkey. <laughs> Settle down, Brett. <laughs> Broke into a liquor store in India. <laughs> You're a child. Madahaya Pradesh, India. <laughs> and uh, as the owner was over there to confront the macaque, Quick he drank a whole <laughs> bottle of Kahlua right in front of him. Ooh. The macaque did? So yeah. because so he's you know, No, he went out. He had a partied out you know, after that. Let him go. So. I think Toledo's right. <laughs> a 
Yeah, Emma Cock can handle his liquor. <laughs> That's not his first rodeo. Kahlua? Yeah. He's throwing up. That's your wild, wild world. Little early uh, Christmas present idea for, for me? you. Yeah. Oh. The Blanche, Give me some. I the thought Blanche there was about Devereaux to be a gift Christmas exchange. Christmas tree ornament. Oh, from Golden Girls. Yeah. And it uh, actually talks, too. 1999. Hallmark. Just put it out. <laughs> Just in time. Maybe for a little Christmas in This July, thing's so. going crazy. Golden Girls is going nuts on streaming. Yeah. Like they're having a huge revival on streaming. Because it's funny. It's still funny. Pretty solid. They, you got to get one for your tree. They showed a clip of that last night on, on some sitcom thing they're doing on CNN. And I didn't realize how funny this joke was. But Betty White talked about how, in the very first episode, about how uh, she was widowed. Her husband passed away while they were making love. And she goes, I didn't realize it was happening. I did think it was weird that he was shouting, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> and I'm like, that... In the 80s, went past yeah. everybody. Gaming. Yeah, that is real. <laughs> That's a great joke. But I didn't realize they were pulling that stuff off on the Golden Girls. I was only 12. That's a pretty... Uh, We've got some radio videos. Oh, good. Is it of Betty got some White? Good, uh, got some good bo- bone breaks. Oh, here we go. Brett, you're going to like a couple of these no. gems. Mixed in, they're all quick because there is one, there is a wild one, but I'm not gonna. Okay, that's just so quick. Gotcha. Uh, The first one, one. first one, you want to go with the swing set? Oh, no, this is the bridal party. She's coming down a very large set of stairs to her bridal party. Every one of the bridesmaids is down there. She's the last one. Oh, 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 oh. she's hurt, right? Uh, no, she's holding coccyx. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) oh, oh, oh. she's gonna have one of them butt gashes. That's exactly how that guy got that. Oh, man, does she fall. Man. That's a wedding, everybody. She looks like Conor McGregor after the fight trying to walk. <laughs> Not good in heels. Wow. All right, so you who, makes, open a- who makes you climb? Look, there's, like, there's 40 stairs those people had to go down to get married on that plank. And each one had to individually walk down the steps for that yeah. idiot special day. Look, they went, uh, they were 19 for 19 so far. And yeah, there's a lot 20. of people in that wedding. That overpriced nightmare. This okay. is the swing set. Guy in a swing Excellent. set. Yep. Trying to do the, the swing and leap. Get some, no be, sound to this. All right. Every, oh, there isn't? Everybody's tried the swing and leap. That's a kid. Oh, oh, oh is that his arm? Is that his arm? Was that his arm? Yeah. Oh, says this video doesn't have any sound. Oh, it does. Oh! oh. And then Captain Hook. Oh, he comes up with a Z for an arm. He's got a Z. Walk like an Egyptian. His hand looks like a a cobra about to strike. Oh, my God. How do you break it that badly in two spots? Oh, my goodness. Oh, what is he, like 13? Oh! Elbows out of place. The right below the wrist is completely 90 degrees. The wrong way. Yeah, Brady the was wrist a, is where it's supposed to be. It's not doing its job at all. Brady was on a theme with this. <laughs> it was. It was Ooh. a little theme this weekend. All right. Next one. This is, uh, I think, th- is this the over the top? Oh, yes. Arm wrestling. Oh, no, no, no. Bicep. Look at the Watch the snap and then watch the bicep. It bubbles. Oh, it bubbles. Oh, 
away. Oh. To the Frank Stallone. Oh. Oh. It's the little guy won. Yeah. Someone? Oh, yeah. Here, fine. Walk it off. Shh. One more time and listen for the All bone right. break. Right. Throw it away. Great sound. Oh, that's that guy's oh. elbow. Oh. oh, it's the worst. This is some fun with an elephant. Oh, man. Love guy. that phrase. <laughs> yep. Every guy's done that at 2 in the morning before. <laughs> time for fun with an elephant. What's your name? This is what happened in the uh, days of Barry Wood. I'm Stacy. Come on home with me, Stacy. <laughs> what just happened? I missed it. Barry Wood uh, turned. Oh. Oh! <laughs> I didn't know elephants use their trunk as a weapon. Oh. Oh, he knocks that guy clean out. That'll teach a tourist. Wow. All right. Then, yeah, who goes up and just touches an elephant? That guy? No, but you're wearing Hurley right. shorts. Finally. You're not qualified. I can tell you right now, you're not one of the people that studied them. And he knows that. Yeah, apparently. but uh, you can go touch it? Okay. Not, not in those, O'Neal. You got to come back here. The final one is the juggalo down the slide. Okay, I'm for them breaking. Is here he we wearing go. a helmet? This is a kid's slide. Oh, 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 I saw half of that. I saw half of that. Oh! oh! Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, 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 he is a juggalo. He's in juggalo paint. It is a complete wet noodle hanging off his. I think there's the audio. I broke my arm. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> juggalo. If it wasn't a juggalo, I'd be sad. Yeah, it'd be oh, yeah. oh, that's a bad break. That's a bad break. Oh, he tries to surf down a kid's slide in this fat juggalo because that's. Do I have to say fat juggalo or is that included in juggalo? Yeah. When's the last time you said that juggalo is fit? <laughs> a ripped juggalo. Ooh. He's in the makeup. Are they headed to the ICP show right after? Well, no, they're headed oh, to the hospital. Do. Yeah, they were. No, he probably just. It up like most it. grown juggalos. Stop by this kid's playground before the show. <laughs> oh. I am the hatchet man. Yeah, oh. well, you're not going to be needing that arm anymore. Wow, wow that's a broken arm. Wow. All right. Holy moles. Check our Facebook page in a couple minutes. They'll the all be up warned. there. Oh. That's right. When he goes down the slide, he yells parkour. Oh, he does? All right, one more time. He does? Oh, 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 Ow, parkour. He sends it after it breaks. Oh, Ow, parkour. <laughs> he had a line to deliver. He's a true professional. Oh, that thing goes backwards in the worst way. Parkour in front of the break. God, I hate I still think my favorite day on the planet. And I've had some good days. I've had some pretty good days on this planet. My favorite day, the one that Brady's God gave me, was like the middle of August, six, seven years ago, standing outside a marquee, and they wouldn't let him in. And it's 109 degrees, and there are people in black and white face paint and all their black clothes. The most miserable group of people I've ever seen strewn along mill in line trying to get in for the ICP show early. Very Juggalos. All their dumb white mime paint. Miserable and just sweating. They're running it, and I just drove by laughing. It's got to look like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark where people's faces <laughs> are just melting off. And Except for at least, you Don't know what? Don't look, Marion. They still, they st- oh, I say that every time. <laughs> Don't look, Marion. What is it? Juggalos. 
<laughs> the uh, the sadness of the Juggalo far exceeded the sadness of the guy actually melting in Indiana Jones. He seemed like there was like that guy still had a little hope. Oh man, Juggalo's getting hurt. Thank, thank you. That's one of the few times I'm like maybe I've been wrong about this whole Jesus and God thing. Because if he's so gonna if he's gonna punish him on film, right. there's got to be some higher power. Thanks, Holmberg. I'm good for breakfast this morning. Yeah. Oh, the, nothing. But look, it's fun. It's it's hard to watch a couple of them, and then the Juggalo breaks his arm, and it all's worth it. <laughs> you can like ICP, but calm down on the makeup. Don't do the makeup. I mean, you're still wrong, but go oh, ahead. Let's kiss guys too. I mean, they all oh. show up with, with their cardboard Gene Simmons, <laughs> you know, like. Armor and stuff onto the shows and the, the big platform. Yeah. Weird uh, things that Kabuki they Kabuki makeup. What do they call those things? The spikes that come off of yeah. the jean? They're all styrofoam standing outside. I always wanted to ask somebody like that. So what do you, you're dressed up like uh, like one of the members of KISS. Do you think like if one of the guys gets hurt, you're going in? Like are you, <laughs> are you the backup today? Katero would be. Oh, Katero would probably do it. That's I'm here, Gene. Tap out, bro. Tap out, bro. Gene's looking pretty old. Better get up there and start playing some of this garbage. Yeah, it's like the guys who wear full uniforms to sporting events. I mean, you're not getting it. Just in case. You can wear the jersey, but you're not getting it. It's weird. Support, but there's a line. ICP, I don't understand why you would dedicate any part of your life to that. I like them. But let's not go nuts. Let's not go to the kids' park as ICP members and blow our arms open. Oh, actually, no. Let's no, actually, do that. Let's do, do that, that exact yeah. thing. Yeah, good job. All right. Brady, you made me feel healthy again. Uh, it's 809. There you go. That is your Brady Report brought to you by Hooters and Mick Ultra. It's 98 KUPD. What? <laughs> Yawn something and say a filthy word? I didn't. Oh, I thought that's what that no, was. No, no, it's Toledo's computer. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> I thought while you were stretching, you went... No. What did he say? No. It's Geico Lizard. <laughs> I just shot out a slur when he stretched. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. But uh, what are you going to do? Well, there was a pretty good moment in the uh, in the suite there Saturday. My buddy Matt, I didn't know what was going on, and I'm standing. We're all kind of lit up. Third, fourth quarter's popping up. I think we're getting into a good spot. There's like a timeout. We're all kind of energized. And Matt comes in with these two girls, and he goes, uh, I brought these two girls in. And I'm like, finally, somebody ordered the hookers. And just joking, he said, welcome, whores. Just joking with these ladies. Well, it turns out they were like his friend's teenage daughters. I didn't realize that. <laughs> they looked older and he's laughing. He goes, these are my friend's daughters. I'm like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I confused you for the hookers we ordered a while ago. You two should put on some bigger pants. It's a little awkward. <laughs> but at the same time, what do I care? Uh, I'm not the worst person in the world, Brady. I don't say terrible things all the time. Sometimes you slip up. You do like what Brett does when he stretches and you fire off a <laughs> and then you're like, whoops, <laughs> it was a good stretch. Uh, but the, uh, like we were talking about the Olympics. Let's get into the, uh, let's just, let's just. Let's get ready for these Olympics. Let's get ready for these Olympics. Because I have a feeling these Olympics might have nightmare after nightmare, day after day. Now keep in mind, the Brazil Olympics, we had our own Ryan Lochte running around, lying about getting beaten up and robbed and embarrassing us like crazy. Right now, it's not the United States that's the embarrassment. We've kept it pretty cool so far, right? Have we had any athletes doing anything really terribly stupid outside of that one smoking weed? Big deal. Right? Not yet. Japan's getting all the heat for having cardboard beds. and The whole nation's not behind this Olympic Games with COVID and they want it stopped. And they hired a guy 
named uh, Kigo Oyamada. Do you have his music? Kigo Oyamada is a composer. And uh, they hired him. The, they hired him to... The whole theme song? He's coming it? up with like all sorts of uh, compositions for the broadcast and stuff like that. So this is what he's got going on. So he's like a, uh, a Japanese composer. He's invented a sound they call the Shibuya Key Beat. One and, of my favorites. Uh, he, he writes under the name Cornelius. And uh, he's very popular in Japan. So it's kind of like when we have, like, you know, Bruce Springsteen or something super American play at our Olympic Games. Well, he's the boss. Yeah. He is, uh, he is quitting the opening ceremonies. He can't compose any of the opening ceremonies, which, by the way, are three days from now. Like, you got to get that thing all set up and ready to go Friday night. They're opening everything up. Uh, he has to step away because some, again, cancel culture has stepped in. And they found an interview of him bragging about how he made a disabled boy masturbate in front of other people and then eat his own poop. That's yeah, okay. Pretty okay. much going to get going to get you canceled. Yeah, I would say. Get you canceled. Check his YouTube. Let me see if he's got a song about that. Yeah, probably. I don't speak the language. He's uh, 52 years old. He once bragged to local news media that he forced a disabled boy to masturbate in front of other people and eat his own feces. The interviews were conducted when he was not yet famous. What were they interviewing him for? Uh, but they resurfaced recently when it was announced that he would be involved in the opening ceremonies. Because that one guy kept that in his back pocket. Remember that dude we interviewed 20 years ago that said he made Not that famous. crippled kid? Oh, Bobby Lee? No, no, no. Different guy. Looks the same, though. But, he, uh, yeah, he made that crippled kid uh, jerk off and eat poop. Yeah, I still got the tapes. You're you're keeping that tape. You're not, you're not throwing it. I see a- an opportunity here, John. For me? Loudness. Oh, no. We're not going to look. Japan's, Loudness. Japan is in Phoenix. <laughs> we, we we're not dragging Alice Cooper. The only up. one we know, the only other one. Right, loudness. <laughs> Japan's had much. Uh, they've had a lot more successes since loudness. Sorry, Toledo, that you drew Have the they? line there. And, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Have they? Maybe not. I Name mean, one. The chick in Transporter Two. Jason Statham's hot. Maybe she was in Transporter One. That was a hot Japanese girl. Are you sure? She, yeah, porn. It was the uh... Japanese porn. Okay. Uh, much better than loudness. But this guy. I did that, and then he's, uh, so the dude who had the tape, I mean, he thought to himself, well, nobody, somebody put a Simpsons over that tape. That doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but, uh, no, they are, they are now, they are now telling him he can no longer compose music for the Olympics, because remember that time. Did they tell him that, or did he <laughs> yeah. do it on his own? Not famous. He brags about it. Did the, did it even happen? <laughs> Brady? If you brag about that and it didn't happen, yeah. you're weirder. Yeah. <laughs> if you lie about doing that, you're like I was just making that <laughs> up. Trying to get I, famous. I was kidding around. If for you, composing this, <laughs> this is the music you compose. You're like, you know, I need a catch. I need a hook. I need people to remember me. What if I made cripples eat their own poop and jerk off in front of folks? <laughs> What's the name of this one? He then, ate poop. Then they'll buy my folk music. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, so he can't compose anymore. He's not allowed to compose anymore because no matter how good his music was, he told a story once. Come on, guys. Just a story. <laughs> I kid. Oh, man, you guys fidgeted it. I still write folk music. You good. Hey, no, you I told didn't. a horrible joke to an Australian's kids show one time. Yeah, but I didn't do anything. I just told a joke. <laughs> they may not like me. In 20 years from now, I was like, he's the Jelly Jam guy. I'm like, I, I didn't write it. I didn't compose that, but this guy can't compose the opening ceremony, so I guess they have to do something special to now. Like, 
to change because he's composed all the music. Oh, they're scrambling. It's this week. Loudness is still available. They're having the same. Of course, they're available. They're always available for bar mitzvahs and parties and everything. (laughs) The Olympics. Problem is, is that there's a meeting in Japan going on right now. Going, would the rest of the world know different between a Japanese artist and a BTK? (laughs) They get that Korean band in there, and everybody's like, I thought they were, but I don't want to say because they don't want to say because they know it's racist. I don't know. Are they? Je- is that the same? They're pretty good. Light me up like that. most people wouldn't know. Baby metal. Baby metal's a good one. I don't think Japanese people sing "Light Me Up Like Dynamite." They're done with that. <laughs> I think that's inherent in their DNA not to sing about being blown up. And Deer and Gray, they're they're hard. Oh, Deer and Gray, yeah, yeah. They're not going to play the Olympics. No. But think about it. Opening ceremonies are Friday. This dude's got some Caleb from the Japanese Shriners chowing down on poop and jerking off in front of folks. And now they have to change all the music because they can't even play his music. You cancel him, you cancel the whole shebang. You can't have his music going the, the whole time. What else does he do? This guy's really sleepy. Get him an Adderall or something. Now you know why I was yawning and throwing out. Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't hear that. I didn't hear the slur, but I have a feeling I know who it was aimed at. So don't do that. And if, in fact, Brady, in your history, you've ever had a moment with a kid in a wheelchair that you made jerk off and eat poop, keep it to yourself. Let that be that moment you shared Not with a story to brag about. <laughs> something. I'm going to go a step further. <laughs> something you should have never done. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the flip side of it. Let's defend him for a second. Maybe, uh... If a cripple kid came in this room right now and said, I'll eat this bag of poop and jerk off in front of you guys, we'd all look at each other like, I don't want to see this, but... If he volunteers it... <laughs> right, I'm like, I don't know if you can make someone do that. That's yeah. something this, this... That's where the story changed. Yeah, like this crippled jokester might have been up to like no good and way blue. Okay, switch it up a little bit. According to Google, this is the second most famous rock band from Japan, Bump of Chicken. That's just bad translation. They said rock band. That's Japanese just what Google it's said. Oh. Give them the nod. No way. Works. Go roundness. Is it bad that I can't tell the difference between this guy and I know. Musically? That's what I'm saying, yeah. But how do you make a crippled person beat off an eat poop? I mean, if you're just shoving it in the their fact mouth, that you that's have a crime. To ask well, I'm just, it's a crime. You're wondering about the past. It's a crime. But I've known a crime. that if I could tell Short Bus... Start tugging that thing in front of these folks and show them you're still made a man. Do it now! And he would threaten. He would probably way. do it. I'm not going to beat him up. <laughs> I mean, what's the worst that could happen to him at that point? So, in a way, maybe the guy like me has some explaining to do. But I just don't think you brag about that. Read the room, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to read that room. This one seems safe. I'm going to tell media? my. I'm going to tell my disabled. I yeah. I, hey, put that mic in front of my face. You guys are going to love what happened here. One time, well, Bobby Lee does it all the time, but he's never going to compose the Olympics. I remember he he and that mentally uh, challenged boy. He used to give him oral for candy down at the lake. That didn't go. Well, he also was was kind of groomed by another ice. Well, right, but that's you know. That, that was all now you add disability to the whole mix yeah. and yeah sexually maybe a little confused but he's running around telling everybody about the time that he and that every summer at his yeah. lake situation there was a mentally challenged boy inside the candy house that Bobby would go in and free candy they'd they'd explore each other's bones and then walk away with uh, uh, liquor sticks and fun dips <laughs> <laughs> 
some pop rocks. Yeah. And who hasn't thought of that in a healthy way with your partner? That the Lickamade thing wouldn't be a bad idea to use this stick instead. Either way, uh, he can't compose the Olympics. So the music's going to be scatterbrained on Friday. Maybe Roudness does make a move. Who knows? I haven't seen the mascot either. Usually they come up for a, a mascot with the Olympics. Oh, it's a kid in a wheelchair covered in feces. It's oh, terrible. That's I don't know what that's they were thinking. Thought. I mean, they went right for it this year. But yeah, you don't tell that story. And we've had the game like name that asshole. We've told some stories about ourselves, but I don't think they've ever been. I mean, I stole money from a blind kid once. That's as far as I'll go. Is that going to make me so I can't compose Olympic games later? Apparently you haven't been paying attention, Brady. There we go. Okay. Mirai Towa? Yep. And it's just some, some Japanese. That's mascots. It looks like every no, video. It's game. anime. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> worst. <laughs> it's the worst. You're living a pretty good life. You're living a pretty good life. Worst. Uh, it's, what's, it's wor- what's worse, Brett? The yeah. story or <laughs> yeah. the mascots? I'd rather, suck. I'd rather be the kid in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Yikes. Worst thing this earth's ever given. <laughs> the Hitler of cartoons. <laughs> I don't know what he is, but that's it. So there you go. You got that going. So these Olympics might be the most interesting of all time when it comes down to the whoopsies that keep happening. This is kind of our first super woke Olympics, you know, where everybody's worried about everything. You got COVID. Everybody's on edge. So now everybody's history is going to come back. I'm proud to say I've never abused someone in a wheelchair. John, I made and I'm proud to say you. it. I'm lying, but I'm proud to say it. <laughs> John, I made a handful of guys uh, jerk off and eat their own poop on Saturday. Sign Kendall Jenner. <laughs> Would have happened. <laughs> she could have gotten a couple guys to do it. Pretty sure the dude that looked just like Joe Tessitore from ESPN would have been all over. We were all kind of... Everybody was a little bit enamored. We kept our cool, though. I got to hand it to my suite. Kendall Jenner within four feet of you, and not one of them leaned over and said, What's up? Or something stupid. We kept it together. Well, they didn't have to deal with uh, a good part of the... Sweet for the first quarter. Who? Just one person. Oh no, they I were all. You were in there. I was the one that well, I couldn't be in there. Uh, but every well, you thought I was going to be the one that's going to engage. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, you know me better than that. I'd have been the one saying, "Go leave her alone." I'd have right to run security. Knock it off, you idiots. Peer around the little glass divider. It, it, it was no, the, the divider is a foot. They take them. Yeah. They're, they're barely there. Like we, you could have touched her. It was weird having her that close, but it was definitely uh, when the discovery happened. That Kendall was in the booth next to us. The whispering went around like somebody just discovered masturbating. Oh, my God, Kendall. She's in the booth next to us. My dad's like, my dad, being 74 or three, almost 74, wasn't really paying much attention to the whole Kardashian clan these last few years, so he doesn't know which one's what. And he focuses at her on the corner and goes, which one? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, it's right there, one in the white, right next to you. Pokes his head around and goes, that is not her. I'm like, how do you know? And he goes, pokes his head. Who is it? And I'm like, Kendall Jenner. <sighs> his face is just showing all sorts of confusion. <laughs> Looks again. That's not her. She's not in there. I'm like, why? She goes, she's 6'5". Like, what are you talking about? He thought we were saying Caitlyn. Caitlyn. <laughs> he thought Caitlyn was in there. He's looking in there. But he's like, it's a, it's a guy in a dress. I would have sworn. I'm like, no, no, it's Kendall, Dad. It's that one right there, the little one. Is that his daughter? Or her daughter, I guess. And I'm like, yeah. Ah, he was all disappointed that Caitlin wasn't in there. And so was I. But it's just right that close. But yeah, the whole booth, we, we acted a little bit goofy, but we got cool about it. And then we wheeled in this kid in a chair. I'm like, Kendall, watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what 
what, look at what he can do. Yeah. So anyway, watch the Olympics this week and know that the music on Friday is being written right now. Because uh, Clementine, or whatever that guy calls himself, can't write to music anymore because he makes kids in wheelchairs eat poop. Who tells anybody? And again, shut your social media off and never talk to the media. Ever. I don't know where people are going with this, but John, would you rather be the kid in the wheelchair <laughs> with the Japanese composer or eat coconut? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody asks me. <laughs> or horrible coconut. thing or coconut yeah. or an almond joy. This is the go-to. And you know what? I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I think I'd taste... Whose feces? Mine? Mm. Nope. Somebody else's. Yeah. And then I would eat the coconut. Fecal right. therapy. But if it's your own. If it's my own, I'm putting it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating coconut if I don't. Uh, if it's a big old shredded mess of coconut and my own droppings, watch that fork go left. You're going to be surprised. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I already ate it once. But if it's Brady Poo. And coconut. I'm, I'm going to hammer the hair. I'm going to hit the Brady or uh, hit the coconut. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating anybody else's stuff. Kendall Jenner's plate of poo. Coconut. Come this on. This just got really difficult. Uh, go well, because you know. I mean, a little delicate. If we were, if we were together. And she asked me to go back there. I'd do it. <laughs> so I think I'd eat that over coconut, too. And this is the true test to all those dudes to say, I'd eat the corn. And <laughs> <Damn>, would you? <laughs> Here you go. Here's a plate of that. <laughs> and goo. Anyway, just a little aside. Great Olympic story. Pretty fun. Uh, it's 841. We got a What Would Brady Do coming up in just moments. You want to uh, write one over, have some questions for the very moral Brady Bogan who would eat the coconut for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Uh, and and oh, by yeah. the way, of anybody in this room that has the story similar to the composer, it's him. Now is it? Oh, yeah. It's, you know it's Brady. Yeah. Well, once in a while, Brenneman and I, I didn't do it, but the dudes had oh, this kid the, in a wheelchair. It's the yogurt story. Chocolate latte. Well, somebody pooped on Brenneman's North Carolina jersey. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were it playing was, fecal games. It was Brenneman. Oh, it was his, he, he, he did it He blamed it on someone else. That's what you know. say. That's your story. But why would he do that? Because he was drunk. Hammered. He pooped on his own thing and then yeah. came out and yelled at it. And remember doing it. That's what the boys are hoping. That's the Stick. one bad thing about having a sober dude in your fraternity. He remembers yeah. everything oh, the way it happened. Brenneman pooped all over his own jersey and got mad at us. <laughs> That's where the character of the psycho crapper was invented. But I'll tell you this. If I'm putting money on anybody to have done that, it's the sober guy in the fraternity. Yeah, you're right. Because he's watching the guy. Because he's got the... deniability. You did it. Yep. I'm the sober one. I saw you. Folks, I got to tell you, I don't remember any of that. I remember ordering pizzas for the dead girl. I remember making the cripple eat the poop. But I don't remember doing that. You did. It's a long drive by Castellanos. Yeah, sure did. Uh, you give us that uh, what would Brady do, and we will solve your problems next with the most moral man in the world. Would Brady do? Hmm? That's right. These are some interesting ones, Brady. Oh, boy. You got a party on your hands, son. What would Brady do coming up uh, right now? Uh, 
Uh, it's brought to you by our friends at M&P Guns over there on 12th Street and Indian School. All the needs you'll ever need for needs with guns. Uh, that's it. And uh, you can head on over there, check out all the, all the stuff they've got. They've got every caliber you could want, anything you could ever want to order. They can get a hold of it. And all the uh, ammunition and, and stuff that you want to put on your gun available there as well at a reasonable price, not gouging. Big sale going on right now. Oh, there is? What's yeah, going on? Because they're trying to, they're, they're going to be moving into their new building soon. Okay. And uh, eh, they're kind of lazy. They don't want to move all that gear over there. <laughs> oh, so, right. yeah, there's a big, big sale going on on everything but ammo, all the accessories, all the guns, everything. Yeah. Like up to like 35% the ammo off on Because they're already pretty much oh, yeah. rock bottom on yeah. the ammo. And here's the fun part of that. They're they're moving like 18 feet. I know. I like know. The building like that they're lazy. moving into is like, it's right there. <laughs> So Byron and the, and the boys are like, nah, I'm moving that. I'm moving all this stuff. Let's sell it all and stop ordering. But it is the middle of summer, so I don't blame them on that. You know, it's like, yeah. it's walk, it's like walking to your car. They're, yeah, they true. built the place Hot. behind their place. I know, I know. It's the same parking lot. It is. Nobody likes moving. Don't get me wrong. I don't like moving from one room to another. But <laughs> fellas, it's a good reason to have a sale. Hell yeah. Hey, look, take advantage of the fact they're they're wanting to go lazy, and you can uh, reap the rewards. That's cool. Good dudes over there too. Great people. Uh, MMP Guns. That's on 12th Street and Indian School. If you want to know what I'm looking at that for. Brady, are you ready? Ready. Right, look at all this. I paraphrased a couple of them. I got a couple that just printed out beautifully. Some I've had to eliminate all the goofiness. My mom used to treat me poop. One guy told me his life story and then got to the chase, and the chase is crazy. Uh, dear Brady, I dated a woman for three months, and we are no longer together. She has a smoking daughter. People would sometimes confuse her at restaurants for Lana Rhodes. She wants to hook up. I'm 37. She's 22. Mom had her young. Uh, the older brother's around 6'5", built like a unit. So it could be some collateral damage if this goes south. What would you do? JG. Not our JG. I was just going to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, this is a John Golden uh, goes there. I got this uh, tight junior in college. Wants a piece of my pie. I think maybe I'm going to give it a run. Been with mom for three months. It didn't work out. Dated her for three months. Yep. Yep, they didn't work out. The daughter, smoking. They break up. I'm all right with it. Yeah. All right, Brady. I didn't expect that. Who, Who is you? that guy? And what'd wow. you do at Brady? Yeah, get, get some ice and put it on his neck, and let's get some real Brady answers in here. So here's the thing you to think would, about. What would listen, Brady do? Listen, yeah. Brady would date the daughter? About. Wow. Oh, I got to hear this. Well, how uh, did the first relationship end? factor that in. If it was friendly, it's just like we just didn't hit it off. That's Brady. one thing. But if it was a very uh, nasty breakup, that's going to be involved in that. Right, hold so there's on some things second. to think about. What would Brady... What's he... What's he uh, yeah. In three months time, you're hosing this lady. Yeah. It doesn't work for whatever reason. You could take it to the daughter. Daughter. Daughter all of a sudden says, you know what? I, I liked you. During that time, and now I think I don't want to date. Let's you. say you die. What's her all? You know, what's her motive behind? You it? die. Ronnie gets this new fellow. Doesn't yeah. doesn't work out. You know where I'm going. Yeah. Do you think much of that? And then then uh, goes to the yeah, sun. No, well, no, no. Do the math in your head. You're dead. Yeah. Ronnie's got a new guy. Didn't work out. New guy's like got this 21 year old daughter. Yeah. That would be curbadurbs, Brady, in this scenario. You don't yeah. you don't think this is a good plan. Um You don't mix the milk. <laughs> you don't mix the milk. You don't take milk that's expiring tomorrow 
and pour it into the new milk. You know so much about keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. I'm just saying. Well, here's the other thing: is I I know you're right. (laughs) Thank you very much for Uh, talking some sense into you. Because you look into the you also you are with the here's what you're going to get in the future for three months. Who are you? You know when you you're like (laughs) the advice of saying what's the what is she going to be like? Look at her mother. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going with that. But I'm saying. You just coded mom for three ninety day money back guarantee, and you didn't you like the coding. You can't you, switch so you, you to might, the daughter, right? Because you, if you didn't like the coding with mom, you can't be in the future ever the son-in-law, no the son-in-law is. to a woman you've hosed. I know. I want as a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, you do. I know. I love the idea of train wrecks, but that's not why you're here. Yeah, no, exactly. We right. can't have you answering this question. Okay. Okay. I expected that answer yeah. from one of us, right. but you know your goddamn role. You're scaring me. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I lost it. that yeah. Lana Rhodes. Now he's right for you and me. Right? Yeah, Lana Rhodes' daughter's taking some yeah. milk. <laughs> it does a body good, but you have to be the voice of reason, or this whole thing falls apart. It's a wreck. Don't do it. You again? Let me play this real quick. Hold on a second. I'm not sure you heard the intro. What? Would Brady do? Let's put yourself in his shoes. John, I was just having a little fun. <laughs> I'm scared Come of your on, fun. You panicked. Damn right. I <laughs> what would Brady do? Hose the daughter. Never thought I'd say that. If I could have filmed your expressions when <laughs> I said that. It was pretty good. You didn't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to let you email him back. JG's right now driving over to her. I'll pick her up at preschool on the way. That's what I call college. Dear Brady, if you were a single fella, would you be the kickstand in a Troy Hayden Zoo Lady three-way if they asked you? <laughs> Hayden, Christy the Zoo Lady, get oh, a little yeah. fired up. Game they're, on. they're a thing. Yeah. And Hayden like goes, both. Hayden goes uh, welcome back to dinner. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. This just in, my finger, your butt. You in, Brady? He's, yeah. yeah you I'm would, in. you would. No, I wouldn't. I was going to say, who is this? Yeah, I don't know who you are. What if they offered it? Could you stay it friends with them? It didn't work out. We tried it. Could you stay friends <laughs> with the Zoo Lady and Hayden if they, they tried to get you in as a a gimp? That would change things up. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I couldn't be friends. Would you put it on Wild Things at least? Would you at least put the website up? Hey, check We'd, it out. Yeah, Wild Things would still continue. Right. Well, at least it would be something worth watching yeah, on his Instagram yeah, page. Maybe you should think of that. Man, you're, you got me wondering. <laughs> Kickstand. Hey, you'd be the kickstand. You'd be the you'd be the you'd be the thing that holds the whole two wheeler up. They're a beautiful couple. They do look good together. Yeah. People send me pictures all the time going, "Is Brady upset?" I'm like, "Stop it! That that's what she deserves." Her, you would have sent pictures of if 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 that ever came to fruition with the zoo lady and yeah. you. She couldn't handle it much longer. No. What are you doing? Yeah, just like what happened. How much money does that guy have? Enough. Yeah, come on. Grab a newsman. And she got the last straight news guy in town. Congratulations to her as well. And to Troy Hayden. There's no more straight newsman. She'd be tired of saying, he's so brave. I mean, Troy Hayden knows it, and he's dealt with it his entire career. But that's a twink business. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where You're going to end on that note, huh? Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. I was going to the entertainment drill on that one. That's a twink business. We all know. And they're all dashing. They're all spending their weekends at the W pool together rubbing oil on it. And Hayden's out there. He's the only one that talks about girls. And the problem with that is, is that damn uh, Robert Ailes over there was 
playing grab ass with all the female had people a good at Fox. Going. Had to hire a bunch of gays to not be interested in the hot girls on the news. I think that's a real theory. That's my real theory. Newsrooms were so full of Ron Burgundy's that when they brought girls in, the sexual harassment was so crazy that when those guys all aged out, they just brought in twinks. We got to have hot girls on TV. We won't get ratings without them. They discovered that. They discovered that twenty years ago. If the if the female anchors aren't smoking hot, they get no play. But we can't have Ron Burgundy sitting next to her going, "Tell me something about this uh, fire over in Awatuki, sugar." Like, oh god. And then they started suing everybody because it was Matt Lauer. Think about it, Matt Lauer, Robert. Uh, what's Ailes. The, Ailes was that the guy at Fox? And yeah, everybody. All the news channels have. So now what do you got? Every city's got a gay anchor, and they look fantastic. But that's just to keep them off the ladies. Stone Phillips. No, he had nothing. He got out before the getting was good. Stone was a dashing bastard, too. But Hayden's the last of the straights. That Steve Irwin over there at 15, maybe. But I don't he think. has to be. Yeah. No twinks giving him. No. Twinks. <laughs> I'd love to have sex with you. Why, my Harry? At ten. He wanted to put his finger in what tonight at eleven. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, dear Brady, my uncle's new wife is two years younger than me. He's thirty-eight and she's twenty-six. Uh, I spent a couple nights with this girl when I was a meth head. She was a party favor in the apartment complex we were in. Uh, she does look great now and completely off the junk, but she clearly does not remember me being part of the pass-around parade that went on with her. Should I let it die or remind her of her past? She walked to uh, her apartment many times, coated in filth and full of drugs and money that she'd earned that evening. GD. Quick question uh, for GD. Okay. Are you out of the junk yet? Unknown. Um, you should be happy for this girl. He did say back when he was on, so maybe it is part of his past. He might okay. still be doing it, but yeah. And he did say he likes her. I mean, you know, if you were to look at everyone's past. Right. I mean, there's some, you know, yes, there's some more do you tell, coding events. Yeah, do you tell me that you were in a, a past the duchy girl situation? With this girl, and I bring her to you, and like, this is my new girlfriend. She's awesome. It kind of reminds me of Bull Durham. And she's been around. Yeah, girls, straight and narrow player mm-hmm. ends up falling for the girl the went through the team. Yeah, right. yeah, it could work but out. But would I you mean, tell me? No, I don't think you, you need wouldn't to. tell me that, Brett. Would you tell me? Damn right, I, I would. I'd tell you too. I'd tell you guys, Brady. I was once in a wild bang uh, gangbang with your new girlfriend. So what you're saying there, why you're telling is like, so I don't believe she's changed at all. No, she could have changed. I just think that because part of that. Because why are you, are you, the only reason you would tell is because you don't want your dad or you don't want yeah. John with that girl. Uh, once a horror, always a horror. Well, I don't know about See, that. He's saying, that, he's saying they don't the change. I'm saying she could so. change, but I don't want you to find out. You know? I think she could change as far as getting off the junk. I'm sure. not saying that. And she but... could change from being a whore. Nah, oh, they all can. Yeah, they're they're all sure, they all go through experimental phases. That's a tough one, <laughs> you know. It is a hard one. It is. Dumping the horse does. I Some... used to be a whore, and I'm really good. <laughs> Maybe, but I mean, you'd, you'd kind of want to be like, hey, I think she's great. I'm glad she straightened her life up. She's got some stories. I used to hang with her when I was a messy, and man, she did some stuff. Maybe I'd say that. I wouldn't get into detail. Well, I, I, I mean, know. you know the about her meth, you're her doing meth that history. Is trying to. Well, because you don't want him to be at a dinner somewhere with somebody and goes, hey, you're that blah, blah, blah that used to do. And then she's got to break down and cry. Like, if it's out in the open, it's never going to just pop up. 
maybe she uh, told him. Right, and that's why I would go to him and go, do you know about her? I met her a long time ago when I was on meth. And she looks great. I'm sure she's cleaned up, but you know about her history, right? It's not real clean. Yeah, I'd mention yeah. that and that factor, but not to say that, you know. That I'd host her. That hose hound. Right, and maybe your uncle goes, yeah, man, still Unless you, it. you know, if, again, if you don't want him and you're like, uh, Brett, you believe that she's never going to change. Right, right. Then you're telling the details like, this is why I don't think. By the way, just an aside, never, ever, ever go online and look into solar panels for your house. My phone has been ringing since seven this morning. Yeah. Stop it, Momentum Solar. I'll call you if I'm interested. (laughs) Knock it off. I'm out Keep the momentum going. Okay, they can keep it going. There's like a perpetual momentum machine here. Forget it. Did you give them your number? Well, you have to in order to fill out the paper, which oh, is fine. Okay. And, but I text no calls on the little thing. I'll contact you kind of That's deal with the little comments You know how nonstop. important it is, John. It's not about making money. It's yeah. about getting solar into your That's house. That's right. I don't think I want it anymore. I did some research, and it seems like a eh, minor sale, savings. It's not that great. I have to stay in the house for like 40 years to make a difference. But stop calling me. I'm going to put it on my answering thing. Hey, well, man, I'm Have you told enough. him before? Got to answer it one time and say I'm not interested. I'll answer it next. It'll ring again in a minute. Guys, relentless. Do it on the air. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure your product's fine. I stopped being interested, mainly because you guys are harassing. All right, here we go. Ready? Ready. Dear Brady, my boss just asked me to, this one you're going to love. My boss just asked me to fire an employee last Thursday. Uh, he said to do it this week, end of this week. She is not a good worker. That is true. She's not bad, but she's not good. Uh, so I took her to Applebee's because she's very nice and young. To give her a heads up, you know, probably going to have to start thinking about it. We're going to make some cutbacks. I don't want to tell you. I want to tell you one of those. Well, we ended up having a really good time. She's really cool. I didn't tell her what I'm forced to do next Friday. I didn't even give her the heads up, and we ended up doing oral in the car. (laughs) Nice. So she's called me four times over the weekend. Uh, Friday, I have to can this girl, and she blew me three days ago. I can't sleep. This is the end of my career. What would you do, R? It absolutely is. You blew it. Not only Literally, did you know what? Yeah. Oh, the, man. One good thing is maybe you could keep that going, that relationship going. <laughs> like you're both you. going to be looking for jobs. <laughs> and yours is going to be hard. She's not going to be looking for a job. Yeah. She's getting paid. And you're going to be fired because she's going to go, really? My boss, who I just blew last Friday after he took me out for a talk? Yep. And fires me a week later? Here's what you need to do She's not going to be looking for any work. She's fine. You got to hand in your uh, resignation or you're stepping down. You're moving on. You think he's got to quit? He can't fire her. No. No one can. Right. She can't get removed from that position at all now. She's cemented herself. You don't do that one. Wow. Just, I just don't want to work anymore. Yeah, I'm with Brady. I think you just got to step down. Uh, you got to do a quick thing. Cover, cover your ass as much as you can. You, yeah. Wow. What kind of crazy person? <laughs> but I don't know head. if that is. How hot is she? She got to be smoking hot to know. Well, my career is on the line here, but she is fun, and I am supposed to fire her Friday. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't have slept all weekend either. That's rough. Where's the way out of? Let's think of a way out of it for him. Marry her. <laughs> you got to marry this little filly, and then say, "We're not." Or you know, maybe that's it. Oh, this is good. Fishing trip. No, no, <laughs> you don't kill her for God's <laughs> sakes, man. <laughs> Although that is something Brett will talk about in a second. He's got the per- Here's the thing. Uh, fall for her today. 
commit like, to this relationship. No, 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 no. Like, well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But fall for her today. Hopefully, there's no wives or husbands involved. Maybe this is free and open. You guys are single and whatever. Fall for her today. Hit her, hit her up today. No notes, no nothing, nothing you know, like that you could trace. And just go over to her desk and go, I need to talk to you. Bring her over in the corner and go, I have developed feelings for you I did not expect. And one of us has to quit. Go to Mo Money, pick up a quick ring. And, you know, <laughs> and go well, all right. <laughs> You're in. Brady's right. Go to Mo Money today just because they're a good sponsor. Yeah. Roll over and get that ring just because they're good people. Roll that gonna, way and like, wow, this But don't do it yet. Don't do that yet. Do that Thursday. Just profess your love for her today. Like, I, something happened to me Friday. I, I, one of us has to quit our jobs. I, I, I think this is because I'm going to get well, you're fired. Not, you're not going to believe this. Yeah, oh, you're going to ask me. I have, to, I have to fire. No, her. don't say that because then she's still got that sexual harassment thing under her. She's keeping that in her pocket. She still blew you. So if you tell her just like what we've done is against code company policy, one of us has to quit. Now, if she says I'm not going anywhere, and you step away because you're going to have to. One of you is going anyway. You're getting fired anyway. So if she doesn't go for it, you just quit. But try to make her quit by telling her that you know, what we did. Because then she's like, oh, my God, I did do that. I'm like, I, I have feelings for you, and it's going to mess up my career. And start playing that card. And then Tuesday, tell her again to say it's not getting better. And then let her blow you again tonight and all that other stuff. Just You're, you're already the, the, the pot's off the lid. The tea kettle's screaming. Do it again. Wow. And then on Thursday, pop the question. And then, she, and then you might be in for like a 90-day forced relationship, but this will save the next 20 years of your life because you're going to get the tag of sexual harasser. This isn't bad. Nicholas, what I've come up with is pretty good. Nicholas online said, deny, deny, deny. It never happened. She's lying to save her job. <laughs> Prove it. But if there is any proof at all, yeah, you're double done. If she's got the blue dress standing. Uh, oh, uh, exactly. Uh, Clinton uh, thought yeah. he could deny, deny, yeah. and look what happened. She saved the juice. Deny it. Marry it. <laughs> like Thursday. You're going to have to commit to this like you've never committed to anything in your life. If this job means... Or if this is a career job, if this is one of those career jobs, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do this for a while. You might have to date her for a while. Who knows? You said she was fun. You guys hit it off within 12 hours. She was giving you mouth hugs. So, how bad could it be? And Oof. you went back. What do you mean? No, he didn't go back. It was just once. Oh, I thought might as well at this point. No, no, no. He said they did it that night, and then she's called him a bunch. They've been oh. talking, so she's into you. Yeah, she's calling you. So this works. You might as well go back at this point. What the hell? Yeah, that. Yeah, you already screwed the up. The muffins are out of the tin. Yeah, you already screwed up. So I mean, so just but love her, like over love her, and tell her this is. I, mean, I know this is fast, and this isn't me. I don't even know what to tell you, but I mean, you were calling me this weekend, and I just, I just kept melting. I mean, the feels are powerful. So you're saying like smother her, uh, where it almost way, turns and, her and, off. And, yeah, and just tell her, say one of us has to quit, but don't do it too much to where she's like, I just don't want a relationship with you. Offer her, you know, why don't you move in? How about this? <laughs> oh. That's tell, good, tell her today, that's not bad, but tell her today, say, look, it goes against company policy, what we did. And, and we were both in on it, right? Or maybe right. email her that and then have her email back. She said, yes, I did this because I, I and it just I really like you. We need to tell the boss. And then one of us has got to go. It's going to be you. That You're getting fired, dude. But then she's going to get fired too. But she might have a lot. You might have created something for the company. I just say, love her to the point. Or she goes with you and says, I just want to take care of you for the rest of my life. I, this is insane. And if she's insane enough to do it, say, we, but you have to quit. I'll take care of you until you get a new job. And once she gets a new job, uh, break up with her. The only thing on that, that, that uh, again, that could be. There's, I'm sure there's pitfalls somewhere. Harassment as well. 
How? This guy started stalking me, became all... He didn't, though. He just, I know, he but just, I'm saying... Just two days later. All the, uh, correspondence Oh, stuff, you don't correspond that way. No, no, You just no, go and no talk trailer. to her. You just go yeah. and talk to her and tell her. And yeah, if she's I, I in... I would not get anything on the... Uh, no, 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 no tracing. But if, if she's in on the talks, on the chitter-chat, and she's like, I'm in too, then you're like, all right. That's the problem, though, right after it all happened, though. Who knows what they were texting back and forth? It's, all that proof is right there on your phone. Yeah, so you got to act like you're really in yep. on this. And yep. then somebody's got to quit their job. Or, and I can't do it. I make too much money. I'm a manager. You can get this job anywhere. I kind of like Brady's idea, though. Just, hey, why don't you move in? Just kind of just go overboard right away. Well, then then she's going to go to the boss and say, we did have yeah. a night, and now he's trying to get me to move in. with. That's too much. I here's, don't know. Here's the... Oh, My scare away. Here's option number three. Roll the dice. Fire. Get her out of here and still go out. <laughs> There's that. Maybe she's too stupid to realize what had happened. Nothing. Something happened. There you go. Back to the guy. Deny, deny, deny. Never happened. Brady. Well, what? no, you're not denying it. But whether or not it's, uh, you know. The second this happened. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. job was on the line. Anytime you're in the uh, managerial <laughs> position yeah. with an underling. Anytime you're She's a manager a at that point. and your pee-pee comes out, there's problems. It's going in the, the ink well. Yeah. She's, yeah. Don't dip your pen in company ink. How long has it been a thing? Don't eat where you, oh, what was it? No, don't, is it don't where you eat? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And don't eat there either. It's both. It goes both ways. Well, I know a guy and. You'll eat it. Yeah, the, a composer. No composer will make you eat both, but that's because you can't walk. That's a tough. That might be one of the best ones. I need a follow up for you. Oh. oh, I got a girl's opinion here. She says, "Tell her you like her first, then just act like. Uh, then this week, act like you just found out you have to can her. That's what I was. That's pretty smart. Yeah. So just love her, because whether or not she can put the, uh, you know, look, this is a, I'm in a, put in a situation here. Yeah. She's got to try to figure out whether or not it's because because you know, sex. Thing. She might know that it was just a matter of time. She might have been playing it, you oh, know. Babe. Unless you think it's completely out of the blue, but for the most part, a lot of people feel that. I like they uh, know when the axe is coming. Michelle's right. Tell her for a couple days how much man, and take her out again, do some stuff, close the deal, finish this, finish this thing. And then tell her, uh, we're doing cutbacks. I'm supposed to fire you on Friday. But then you got to take care of her for a few days after. You got to take care of her until I'm going to get you a new job in the same industry. Yeah. I got, I got connections. Do what I can. I'm going to help you out. This is, I can't believe the timing of this. <laughs> get to work. Yeah. And then hose her again. But you got to work a little, just work a little, or just quit. You should just quit. Text her, Rodin. Take her to the lake and take some bricks with you. Ask no. Brett. This is the only way. <laughs> Not too bad. You don't brick drop her until she starts saying, yeah. is this because I blew you? Then you start taking her fishing. <laughs> okay, everybody. Murder's out. I know Brett's changed the tone uh, of things well, a little right. bit. Oh, now stop it. Oof. Email me back and tell me how this goes. You can but handle I, this. The week, this is, hey, by the way, good job, everybody. It's a good little brainstorming session on how to get this through. You got to fall in love with her like today. You got to really like her. And just walk her through. But I like that. Like her, like her, real hard. Wednesday, tell her, I just got news of our layoffs. And you're on the list. And I've got to be the one that does it. I say pull a Hoffa. Uh, yeah, this is bad. I don't think um, I don't think you have to <laughs> You have to turn on the liking heavier. I, think, I mean, you like her. Yeah. And just yeah, the but her position decision... that you he was told. He's not lying about that. He no, was I know, told but then from he, his then he guy, you know what, this person... 
He blew it there. He just negated that whole meeting. Love just takes over, Jack. That's the thing. Yeah, but firings don't happen in one day if you didn't screw up. They do when you have sex involved. Well, that's that's the whole point of sexual harassment. But that's what I'm saying. No, I mean, as far as like if you use that, if you use that. It's story to her saying, oh, well, I just found out I got to fire you. Well, no, just say, we, we, I was told last Friday we're going to do some cutbacks. I didn't know who. I didn't know you were on the list, and it wasn't up to me. And now I just got the list, and you're on it. I'm supposed to let you go Friday. And I don't want to do that, but, I mean, we're cutting back. And it has, and, and, that, and then she'd be like, oh, my God, really? I'm like, I know. I mean, I hope this doesn't affect our what we just started. <laughs> oh, my God, you're so sweet. I'm going to take care of you forever for the rest of your life, baby. And then hit that knee and drop that Mo Money Pawn ring on her ass. And she'll think, I need him right now. So she'll use you for the freebies. For Man, you're in a pickle. Stop it. Everybody. That girl at work can't be the one. Oof. How would it change if it was reversed around? If it was a woman? Haven't you seen the movie? Female manager. Yeah, oh, I you're know. serious? Like, that's a thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, don't, I, I yeah. wouldn't work Just there. play along. I'd quit. That would be an easy one to quit. <laughs> that place is going in the can anyway. She takes you out. You hit it off at lunch at Applebee's. And the female manager gives me a hum-hum? You go. And she fires me? Yeah. Well, that, that business wasn't going to last long anyway. They had a female in charge. <laughs> She'd sue me before the end of the lunch for saying that kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. If your boss wanted to blow you? I mean, I thought about it when Trip gets drunk. What do you want to do now? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> we could, uh... All right. Take this spooning to the next level? Yeah, why not? Why are we spooning in the first place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, never had a, I've never had a boss. I've never had anybody want me to. It's weird. <laughs> that guy's in a mess. Dear Brady. That was a good one. My ex-girlfriend's birthday is the same day as Holmgren's, the 26th. I recently became single again. Haven't seen her in two years. Should I wish her a happy birthday? She's all over Facebook with some new guy. He's short and poor. I'm tall and have a uh, trust fund. <laughs> I'm better. Do I try to get her back, Tony? No. No. Move on. Yeah, get out. You've got a trust fund. Yeah. Yeah. Why go backwards? Meal ticket. Yeah. Don't start spending that trust fund on somebody you already know it didn't work with. Yeah, that was one of the things that, like, oh, I can't have her now, and now I want to... Well, he's just poor. He's yeah. distraught. He re- he's remembering all the good times. You don't remember why it broke up. There's, there will be some good ones that get away. Sure. Just, yeah, you just let it go. Ready? Yeah. Final one. This is a good batch today. I'm proud of you guys. Proud of you guys for being so effed up. <laughs> is it normal to wonder what it would feel like to kill someone, Brady? I think about it a lot more. I don't think I'll ever do it, but is it normal to wonder as much as I do? Brett? I got to know how much. Why wonder? Yeah. And what I are the details? I think it's like anything. It? It's like gluttony, you know? Too much of it is not normal. Is is Yeah. You're abusing that. What thought. are you wondering? You're abusing those yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Well, cuz everybody's wondered like when you watch a movie about a killer how like could you how pull in it the off? world does your brain how, yeah. yeah. What would it feel like? Like I read that one about uh, I think it was a serial killer named Bluebeard something this French guy. And he's the one that that said terrible things in the courtroom about what he wanted to do. And he loved what was called the, I think it was him, the death gurgle, which is how I learned about that. The death gurgle is when you're uh, abusing someone, basically, and they're dying slowly in front of you, but they are dying. And their last noise is this, 
Like they start to Is do the, the one that the, tried to inhale it? The death rattle. And he wanted to steal your last breath. Uh, and that was the one thing he said he regretted. He never got to do that. Which is when I started thinking of the idea of the serial killer, the last breath. Where he would wait for you to... Yeah. That, that death rattle happens and then he puts his mouth over yours and <laughs> takes literally takes your last breath. So I've read that. And in my head, I thought, what in the world would that feel like to, to a like to a normal person like me i don't think that's you something get used you, to it well after no a while, i mean John. because your brain can't comprehend it so you do it but i don't think about killing people just sitting around yeah at all you don't no you say stupid stuff like ah no i, I i'm not i am incapable i don't think i could i've told that to my friend who uh, danny who was in the war I'm like i don't think he's like i'd love to have you in iraq you're exactly the type of guy we i'm like i would have been terrible a, I'd have surrendered so fast. I don't think I have it in me to pull the trigger. I was watching, uh, the TV was on Bally Sports yesterday, and uh, this hunting show came on, and this dude lined up. He goes, there's a buck. And he lined it up, and I couldn't scramble to the remote fast enough they, to, I can't watch him. Because they show it. the shots. Yeah, yeah, they show the whole time. I'm like, I can't watch this. And I don't like that. And it's not even bloody, really. No, it's just awful. It, it's yeah. just die. It's death. It's, I can't, I don't have that. I don't have that. Well, that's why they have the training. To kill? Oh, it for military. I know. On. And I don't and, know. And it gets you in the mindset. Just like, I mean, getting people out of the side of, uh, you know, learning self-defense yeah. and all that. All of a sudden, your confidence I, is I only and think, yeah. Training takes that. The military right off the street, would do it, yeah. That's why they even say after the training, you know, the you never know how the person yeah. reacts until they're actually in the In my house, the battle. you with a gun, in my home. I'll defend to the death. I'll defend to the death. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I understand. And that's the mindset that that makes sense to me. Like, or it's if it if you're not doing it, then you're gone. Right. That's yeah. It's him or me. Yep. I think that is that moment where I'm like, all right, that does. And so there's where the mindset, because like you say, I I relate to it on the fact that you know, even if what about you're in there at a in a war that is yeah, you don't you don't agree like Vietnam because you know so much about it. You're like, it's a waste of time. You're taking this village. And you're letting it go, and then you're going back and taking it again. And it's a political war. Scott Haynes says, going back one. That dude closed the deal after an Applebee's dinner? She's trash, man. And you're the he's best a, salesman why, in the world. That's why he's got to dance. He got blown after a blooming onion or whatever. I don't know what they show. What's that Applebee's got that? Like a awesome something. blossom. No, is two, that for the, two, two for, for twenty. Two for twenty. Maybe two for twenty. Then still got a hummer. <laughs> you are you are great at your job. You can't lose this. You'll figure something out. That is true. And Applebee's dinner very relevant. But yeah, I don't have the curiosity of kill. It's crazy. And we yeah, were, if you're thinking you know, about it a lot, you might want to. You might want to check in with a therapist somewhere. Like Brady, fascinating work. I know Brett got real quiet during that whole. Do you feel like killing thing? Like, what's wrong with it? (laughs) You pussies. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, well, there you go. That is uh, what Brady did. Fascinating work, everybody. Keep it up out there with all your craziness. Just keep churning them out. You have to fire that little filly there next week. Okay, I'll take her to Applebee's and we'll see how that goes. Let her know. Let her know easy. (laughs) Ah! How can I fire this lady? I'm going to marry you, Dolly Parton. What? Sorry. Get excited about that lady. Look, lunch didn't go as I planned. <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> I think she's working pretty hard, actually. We might want to hang on to this one.
Should, we never talked about well, that. Let's do go to the boss go and say, hey, I got to tell you what. She's done some stuff in here that's kind of gone under the radar. This Johnson character she sits next to, we got to get rid of him, that jackass. <laughs> yeah. he's, she's been covering for been him. here 30 years. Turns out, Mr. Superstar has been getting covered by this angel. <laughs> she's not getting any of the credit for it. I did some digging, and boy, I don't like this plan. We're going to keep Dakota, and we're going to fire our number one salesman over the last 38 years. Hey, Croft, step in my office. Yeah, what is it there? We got to let you go, you deadbeat. But the stripper stays? Yeah, Croft, you're no good. We you need to plant go. our roots in her. <laughs> She's fantastic, sir. A real go-getter. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, it's 931. Brought to you by our friends at, uh, what was it? M&P Guns. Sorry, I got excited. Let's not bring up M&P Guns right now. We got that option, too. M&P Guns, 12th Street and Indian School. That is what Brady did. That was what Brady did. Mm-hmm. Listen. Motley Crew. Girls, 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 girls. Don't touch the ones at work, for God's sake. It is true. A lot of these guys are very impressed that the close happened at Applebee's. That's a fascinating story. And another guy says he... Uh, he once did the, uh, you know, you get your meat where you buy your bread thing. <laughs> and uh, he said, then uh, I woke up to the barrel of a shotgun in my face. Ooh. She didn't tell me that she was married. Dude comes in the house, throws a shotgun in my face. He goes, none of the coworkers there. He said, we dated for six months, kind of openly. Not necessarily crazy with the bosses and stuff. Next thing you know, there's some dude holding a gun in my face. <laughs> That's, there's two problems there. You just don't do it. You don't. The work thing's scary. Yeah. Especially in 2021 where you can't even tell a lady you like her hair. Next thing you know, you're in HR. Because she was bald and you were talking about her other hair. But still, you know what I meant. Uh, Brady, it's time now for you to entertain us all. We call this the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at React Defense, the home of Tactical Black. And I got an email from a guy that says, uh, John, I'm writing you about uh, React Defense because one of the things you talked about was the basic firearms handling seminar. Uh, it was last week and an amazing seminar. Four hours, pure training, practical experience. They did the 21-foot rule, uh, and the facts behind that are truly eye-opening. Uh, Josh, Jay, Vince. Vince is cool because he's uh, he looks like Harry Potter if Harry Potter found a, a junior high weight room. <laughs> not saying he's big, but he's Harry Potter with, like, he's starting to develop some muscles. Vince is great. Uh, all the other trainers, I don't remember all their names, are amazing. Uh, we had at least eight instructors helping us with our basic questions and learning techniques. Uh, thank you again for your passion about Tactical Black. It's awesome. I'm taking my dad there today because uh, he's in town, and uh, you know he carries a gun. And I'm like, hey, if you've got you got a holstered weapon, I took Brett there for the same reason. They yeah. can teach you some some stuff about gun retention that nobody ever shows you when you purchase a weapon. There, you go. You should probably go through this. If you're one of those people that doesn't carry, you should go through this. That end, uh, the, you know the, the long gar- uh, long gun defense and the handgun defense and all those other things are it's invaluable training. And it really isn't, and you'll attest to this, Brett, it isn't something mind-blowingly difficult. No, it, not at all. Like your brain goes, of course. Like once you do it, it's like, of course. But you don't this, think of it. Yeah, yeah, you never think of it because you're like, gun wins. Right. And it does. But then you're like, oh, of course this, of course this makes sense. This person is is burdened with the weapon. It's their issue. Like, yeah. you know, they can only do one thing. And you start learning the stuff, and you're like, this is amazing. I'm not kidding when I tell you, if you're a person who carries... 
uh, that is this is the place for you. So check it out, reactdefense.com. Uh, it's the home of Tactical Black, self-defense training. 20 years strong and 20 years on the horizon, guaranteed. These guys are going to be around for a long time. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler, Brady. Reactdefense.com. Home of Tactical Black. Entertainment. Britney Spears unloaded on her critics and family this weekend on Instagram. She uh, went after her sister, Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn's bear. From uh, four years ago, 2017. Okay. Didn't like the fact that she performed her songs on the and the Disney Awards. Jamie Lynn did? Yeah. That is a and set of balls Britney. on Jamie Lynn. You know, you got to get these things out earlier. Brittany, let her know in 2017. You can harbor some resentment towards a family member and fire that off. Yeah. Again, though, this whole free Brittany thing, uh, everybody's like, what's going on with Brittany? It's been to the court so many times, and every time the court says, nope, it stays. It tells me there's something so severely wrong with Brittany we're not seeing that even the legal system who's looked at this countless amount of times is saying, don't let her have her stuff. She's just going to hurt herself. Her meme, one of her memes, uh, take me as I am or yeah. kiss my ass, eat poop, and step on Legos. Um, <laughs> if you don't want to see me, uh, see my precious ass ass dancing in my living room. God, I like when Brady says It's that. not up to your standards. <laughs> Go read an effing book. Can you read that again real quick? Yeah. If you don't want to see my precious ass dancing. That's enough. All right, thanks. Isolate that. <laughs> I want to see her precious ass dancing. I've yeah. seen her precious ass dancing in Vegas at her show. A, she can't dance. You get tired of her ass after about four songs. Really? Yeah. She's a terrible dancer. Horrible performer. Jamie Lynn did not respond back. The only thing she posted was pictures of herself looking good in a red suit. And the captions say, may the peace of the Lord be with you nah. and your spirit. Calm down, Jamie Lynn. Yeah, Britney's show was a blast because... You know, mid-30s, early-40s housewives were ready to relive their youth 20 years ago. Uh, all the gay guys were just loud and hilarious. And then the straight guys got a peek at the ass. But again, like I've always said, that show was hilarious in human behavior because as Britney gets to song four, all the straight guys sat down like, well, the fun's worn off, and I've seen her ass as long as I need to see it. Can we do something else? <laughs> and the girls were still into it. And then the gay guy started to kind of go a little crazy. She can't dance. She's terrible. That's, that's Jamie Lynn. That's a picture Lynn. of Jamie Lynn yeah. with a warthog in the in the front. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's a great title. <laughs> but I think that's the one you're talking about, the red dresser. Jamie yeah, Lynn looks great. Yep. Well, she should take over and be like Gallagher's brother and start doing her sister's act. She's ready. What's Jamie Lynn's butt look like? Is it as good as her sister? Mm, no. Sorry. I'm trying to get an ash out here. They tried real hard to make her famous. Uh-oh, here comes that beeper. Hurry up, Brady. At like 38 seconds, I'm guessing. We lost Biz Marquee. See you, Biz. Damn it, gotta go. Bye, Biz. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing Biz heard. You got what I... <laughs> beep, beep. Like... All right, we're done. That's it. Uh, Larry McFeely's back, everybody. He took his little week off. He's all tan. He's brown now. Uncle yeah, Friday in the now. house. Uncle Friday is brown. Uh, he's back in here and ready to go. Be kind to... What's the matter, Larry? we got to hurry up. you got to go. we got a good bass. I want to huh? hear the music. What music? Larry, Larry, Larry. Oh, you're going to? All right. Calm her down a little hurry bit. Up. Toledo's going to come across that Jeez, board. Jeez, kill all of us. We're done. You guys... going to play the Shannon song. Oh, man. <laughs> the boss. He, he's the boss. I have to listen to him. Your beeper means nothing when Larry talks. Uh, Larry's next. You guys have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Game day. Be ready for it. Have a great one. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Until later. Bye. Oh